Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Logan and Brandon, and this is our post-week 9 Power Rankings episode. Obviously, you know the, the, the MO here. We have our recap of Week 9's games, and then we'll go into our Power Rankings, and then we'll go into our predictions for Week 10. So just stay tuned throughout the whole episode to get, you know, obviously a nice probably hour and a half, two hours of ball discussion. You never know. You might learn something or, you know, disagree with us heavily on maybe one, something we say about your club or, you know, if you have anything along those lines, make sure you hit us on, you know, our social medias at Tea Time Reports. All the support is greatly appreciated. We're pretty much on all platforms. And I would just like to say before we kind of get into everything, our numbers this month, we're only nine months into November. We've... Nine months into November. Nine, nine, <laughs> excuse me. Nine days into November. And we've like... We've surpassed every other month, uh, pr- almost combined. Uh, if you really think about it, combine all of our, all of our numbers from Apple to all other platforms. So, if you're out there listening, you know from Maryville, Tennessee to Greece, saw we have some people over there to fucking Brussels. Shout yeah. out to you. Hey, Tennessee's been taking over. It, it is, bro. And I did a lot of networking yeah, up there. I, snap, I can't lie. I noticed. Too, too much. No, maybe. never too much. But, uh, never too much. Shout it, out to all of you guys, bro. For seriously. Real. And I know if you live in Tennessee, you don't give a fuck about professional football. It's the volunteers or nothing. But, you know, if you're listening, you know, well, we have something to talk about to, to kick off our week nine recap. And I know in the loss, the Titans, you know, didn't perform to the best of their ability. Losing 16-20 to 20 on Thursday night against the Steelers. Uh, Kenny Pickett kind of put together that last-minute drive, in a sense. Um, but Will Levis has fought really hard, played above average for the past two weeks. He didn't have the best game this week, but it's against a really good defense. Mike Tomlin is a first-ballot Hall of Fame head coach. I do not expect him to go out there and look like Patrick fucking Mahomes. He didn't lose them the game. Uh, I think some play calling definitely did. Um, and, and I just want to say this. I think you meant Mike Rabel. Yeah, no, <laughs> play calling in a sense. Yeah, no, I mean coaching. But uh, the, the game of chess really just went towards Mike Tomlin and also Deontay Johnson's touchdown, late touchdown game winner in a sense from Kenny Pickett, who's had a lot of those moments this year uh, in their wins, uh, but they haven't played well in the first half. Matt Canada probably needs to be fucking fired by now, but that's neither here nor there. It hasn't happened yet. probably won't happen this season. But did you guys want to go around and just talk about this game for a little bit? Uh, this one I didn't watch too in-depth. Um, you know, I usually work Thursday nights, so I can't really get a full grasp on these games. But um, the Titans, you know, I think there's something there with Will Levis. I think it's still very early to say whether he's the guy or not, but he's showing some flashes, and they should have won this game. They, realistically, they should have won this game. But, you know, the Steelers, Tomlin's gonna, never going to go out without a fight. And they're showing some they're showing some fight right right now for real. They're like probably the worst five and three team right now. Right, five and three, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, five and three. Probably the worst five and three team in a long time. But still, that's that's five good wins that they have under their belt. It's their defense, yeah. really. It's a defense coaching. You know, the run game came alive this this week. Um, Najee Harris wasn't bad. It wasn't awful, yeah. Um, but I think for the Titans, it's definitely time to. You know, it's time to rebuild, but build around Levis for the next three, four years. See what he can do. I like that. Um, also, know, shout out to Jalen Warren. Very, yeah, very Jaylen shifty Warren's guy. Yeah, Jalen Warren's not bad too, but definitely, you know, keep investing in the trenches around Will Levis. Let me get some more, you know, tackles in there. I know that Skaronski. Um, I don't know what's going on he with Henry. Get, he did get hurt in this game too, I think. I don't know if uh, he ended up coming back in, but it was... 
we're also missing a huge injury. Uh, hopefully, Traylon Burks gets better. He was yes, carted yeah. off the field. Uh, you never like to see that yeah. from a young player. And he's looking like a bust yeah, right now, he, he unfortunately. Is. But that's just something. Just, just can't stay Brown. healthy. Whenever he's on the field, dude, he's a stud. He produces. He just should just kept AJ Brown. It's just one of those things where the team decided to not well, take was, the money road. Well, that was just a bad GM, and that guy's already out of yeah. there. And they, you can already see the, the, the consequences. That, and but you can also see the the way that they're trending right now. You know, um, they're trying to rebuild. And now, with Levis. I don't know if it really makes sense saying this, but I'm not going to say he's the guy yet, but I think mm-hmm. he's the Titans he guy be. right he now. I, yeah. yeah, I think he could be, but I think right now, with what the Titans have going on, he is their guy. He was named the starter by Grable. Oh, or Hannah Hill, yeah. yeah. And I didn't really expect much out of this game, out of him, yeah. to be honest. I know, Tough defense, of course, the after the four-touchdown game, rookie record in his first start, he was going to be inflated. The media was going to hype him up and expect him to come out here and sort of do the same thing. But, one... There's going to be more tape on him. Two, it's against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, coach defense. Three on a short week. There was no way he was going to come out there and do that again. But he didn't even play bad. No. He came out there and still did better than I thought he was going to do, to be honest. And he's the type of guy that, regardless of if he's the guy or not, regardless of if it's going to work out, where he's at in his career, he has the talent to make mm-hmm. throws that 75% of the quarterbacks in this he's league just arm. don't have the yeah. talent to make. He's a great arm. And... That's where I'm like, okay, he is the Titans guy right now, and it's just up to him on whether or not he can solidify himself as that guy. Better than Malik Willis. He has he has the confidence in himself. You know, some people say he's cocky, but you know, sometimes that elevates people to different levels, whether you like it or not. And that could be the case with him. But I think the Titans are trying in that direction where they're going to start rebuilding around him. They mm-hmm. shifted off. Um, they, they sent off Kevin Byer to Philly. Obviously, yeah, they didn't. They didn't move Derrick Henry or Hopkins yet, but they still could very well keep them. Keep them for now. Yeah. Keep them for us to see. That way, that way, you still have some very solid veteran-like security blankets for Will Levis right Daniel now. Daniel Jones situation. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like if you have this rookie quarterback where you want to ride out the rest of the season, see what he can do for you. Give him weapons like Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, because it's a lot different than giving Justin Fields fucking Darnell Mooney and Equinemius St. Yeah. Brown. Or Dan with fucking Golden Tate. And exactly, dude. Sterling like, Shepard. Yeah. Yeah, Darius Slayton. <laughs> you know, this this was a game where I would have been surprised if Tennessee won it, but like Logan said, they very well should have won this game. But as a Tennessee fan, you're not coming away from this game like, damn, you know. We, yeah, we they're really, not playing for Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah, like we, we don't have any more expectations. You're not coming away from this game like, damn, like what are we doing right now? Like we're, we're in, you're not at a, you're not sitting at a rock stuck in a hard place. They're right evaluating. Now. Yeah, exactly. So right now, Everything is trending up in Tennessee for this team, and they're still three and five. You know they're not completely out of anything right now, and they could put together a decent season. You never know. Any Mike Vrabel coach team, you guys know how I feel about them. They've gone on runs before. They're always going to be in games. Streaky. They're always going to be a hard out, and you never know what can happen in this well league. Coached, it's a week to week league. It, it really is, and that division's fucking all over the place right now. Minus Jacksonville, really, it is with. Houston's um, up and down. With Houston, down, with Indy, but... then you got Tennessee now, dude. Like I said it earlier with just imagine watching AR, CJ Stroud, and Trevor Lawrence in this division for years to come. But now we're Will potentially Levis. saying yeah. Will Levis is in that conversation too. That's four fucking quarterbacks, yeah. dude, that we could potentially watch some great ball from for years to come. But That's a good point. A new influx of quarterbacks for that division is going to refresh it for sure. For sure, dude. But um, I don't, I don't want to 
shadow or overshadow Pittsburgh too much, man. Got the win at home like they should have, and keep it moving, bro. Yeah. Five and three, and this Abs- team, bro. Absolutely. I will say, I think Kenny Pickett, you know, is not looking the best this year. I know he's not. I, I, I can't lie. He missed some very wide open throws. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, I, I think when the team needs it, he can make the throw that's needed. You know, maybe not like that Joe Montana to Dwight Clark throw. Yeah. But the throw that... Or that Big Ben to San Antonio ex- throw in the Super Bowl. Like a Bigger Mayfield throw. Yeah. Like <laughs> just, he can stand in the pocket, eat a hit, Take a but, hit yeah. but deliver a 15 to 25-yard dive. He's tough. He's definitely got some toughness to him. But like you see... <clears throat> He puts us all out there, for you, sure. You can see the limits, though. Yeah. Um, and that might be something that comes to bite them. Yeah. I don't think he'll be the franchise guy, but I think he's a guy they can hold on to for the next three or four years mm. until they find that guy. You know? Trust I, I've been high on him. I think he could elevate his game. I mean, look at Jared yeah. Goff. doesn't have all those attributes that a Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes has, but if you learn the game, learn the defense, you could do anything, honestly. So maybe give him more time, but as of right now, that's it's just... He's looking a little bit lackluster, but like you guys said, the Steelers still came out with a very gritty win, as per usual, Mike Tomlin-esque. Um, now let's move into a very exciting setting for this next game in Germany. Um, it was a it was the Frankfurt first Frankfurt game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty awesome. The Dolphins uh, traveled as well as the Chiefs traveling there. Uh, the Chiefs took the W, twenty-one to fourteen. The Chiefs have the best defense I think they've had in a long, long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they looked really good. The Dolphins stuttered a lot. Second Two, half they played better, but I mean, couldn't just couldn't finish. Just it was there. Yeah, and it just they botched so many opportunities. Yeah. And Tua Patrick, had that awful <laughs> underthrow. You're not watching it. Oh yeah, that awful underthrow. He was having a rough, yeah, coming and goings of it. You know, like weird drives off and on. Just a weird game for from the Dolphins, but. The Chiefs didn't even play that well. Patrick Mahomes had like what, like yeah. two picks? Yeah, fumble. Yeah, like it was not an, a game. A fumble, I think. It was not a game I expected out of either team. Good win for for the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs are winning all these close games, and it's just scary, you know. It is. Like because you, you, I mean, in years past we saw them win, like the Dolphins have won, but now they're beating teams like the Dolphins, who in, in three one-score games like this, low-scoring one-score games, and defensive game from Mahomes is playing doing what he has to do to win not you know too much to do um, to win but it's just it's definitely scary I think the Chiefs might be front runners in the AFC so I'd probably them or the Ravens right now but at this point as a Dolphin if you're a Dolphins fan you gotta be concerned about how they're playing against all these good teams they're dominating the lower the lower tier teams but they have yet to win a game against a top tier team yeah even a, even a, like a top 15 team really like they're, they're struggling they're struggling, and Evan in this game right here, they had they were down twenty-one to zero in the first half. Should have been fourteen to zero. That last, you know, what was it a pick? And then he pitched it to the guy, and he yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that was a fluke play. But they were in this game. Like they should, they were in the red zone at the end. Like I, I think, or close to it. They were close to it, but then a um, sack, and then that fumble. Yep, yeah, the fumble, the that, underthrow. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, that underthrow. Then it was back to back plays. Yeah, underthrow. Then you had that little. It was like a bad snap or something. Or? A bad snap, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, that was hard. To it's watch, just little too, things so. like that, you know. And maybe they can put it all together come playoff time, but I, I don't know. Maybe they need another year. They have to beat these teams. Yeah, in they the have playoffs, to. So. Yeah, and if they can't beat them now, how are they going to beat them in, in in December when they're playing in fucking? They're not somewhere else where it's freezing, you know, because they're they're not going to have them once either. Or just right? fucking playing yeah. an Arrowhead in December, right? Oh, like Jesus yeah. Christ. 
Or January, whenever the time comes. It's going to be like Matt Moore playing the Steelers at one time. Oh, God. I'm getting killed. Getting annihilated. <laughs> it was Bud Dupree. Yeah, shout out to Matt Moore. <laughs> yeah. I remember that game clear as day. <laughs> that man got destroyed that game. I think it was Bud Dupree, yeah. Something. <laughs> it was a game, though. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... Granted, good time for the Dolphins going to a bye week, though, for sure. Yeah. They need to recruit. Reevaluate. Yeah. I mean, shit, even if they didn't... Lose this game. He's coming back from Germany too. Yeah. Like, and Waddle, I know he got hurt again. He's kind of had a couple injuries this year. Give him time to get a hundred percent. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, fucking what, what? What do they call it? The fucking hyperbolic time chamber. No, I, I wasn't gonna say that. But like the the uh, on when Goku goes into the fucking pod thing and Vegeta's watching over. Oh yeah, yeah, The yeah, fucking yeah. blue pod, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. Yeah, I know what you're about, um, <laughs> let him heal. I don't know about like you like you were saying. The Dolphins just. I can't beat the good teams no. for whatever reason. Now, yeah. this game though specifically, I'm not, I'm not feeling as bad about it as I was, or as I would be if I'm a Dolphins fan after the Eagles game, after the Bills game. I mean, you got blown out by 28 points by the Bills. I think it was 14 by the Eagles, and you held the Chiefs to zero points in the second half. Yeah. You know, we all know about this offense with the Chiefs now. Not as explosive, not, not the same as it was, yeah. but I mean, Travis Kelsey, have him check. Three catches, fourteen yards. Mm-hmm. Only had four targets. You know. Or she rice. But well. this is this is something that caught my eye because Patrick Mahomes, honestly, he he showed a lot more of his greatness this game than we've seen from him throughout the entire season so far. The pass catchers for the Chiefs this game. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I just want to make sure I didn't miscount. Nine of them. Nine different players on the Chiefs caught passes. Not one of them had more than three catches. Spreading the ball around. Three catches, two catches, two catches, two catches. One, two, two, three, three. Spreading it to everybody. Spreading the wealth to everybody, bro. And that's just another way that Pat Mahomes has shown that he can win games for this team while his defense is playing top ten right now. Top and, five. I yeah, mean, they're, honestly, they're been, they, 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 really, they really well could be. I mean, you hold this Dolphins team to 14 points, zero in the first half. You held Tyreek Hill in check. I mean, eight catches, 62 yards. That's a good game from any receiver that's not Tyreek Hill or, like, A.J. Brown or some shit, obviously. But, dude, this is one of those games where you're looking at it. The Dolphins still did outgain the Chiefs offensively. They're in this game to the very end, and they just shot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. in this game. This isn't the, – the only way – the only difference I'm looking at this game is because, like I said, comparing the other two games with the Eagles and the Bills, they didn't get blown out and dominated. They actually did the first half. But this is one of those games where they were in it and they had a chance to win it at the end or at least send it to overtime, but they just shot themselves in the foot. This yeah. isn't one of those games where they just were outclassed and dominated. They still had a chance against a very good team and they shot themselves in the foot against it. So I'm having a little bit more hope if I'm a Dolphins fan, but like I said earlier, I think it was off the air. These are the games that they need to win if they want to reach that elite level mm-hmm. where they're sort of teetering at, like the Jaguars are as well. But they have a relatively easy schedule the rest of the way, man, up until the end. I mean, they control their own destiny right now. They have a stretch of the Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, then Jets again. But then they round out the last three weeks with the Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Mm. So if they drop one or two games in the next five that I just listed off, they're, they're not going to be looking too good. Yeah. not going to be looking too good, especially come playoff time. Because there's teams like the Bengals, there's teams like the Ravens, there's teams like the Chiefs that are up there at the top right now, and they're not slowing down. And I agree. Miami needs to right the ship now. Like you said, perfect time for a bye week, but it's, it's something they have to get in check now before it's too late. 
Now moving on to this next game, we can kind of just skip through, sk- skip through this bad boy. Uh, the Cleveland Browns take on the Arizona Cardinals. The Browns win 27-0. Clay Dune, not Clay, the guy. Yeah, Clay Dune. <laughs> he, you know, we gave him some shout out. We, you know, we we gave him some props, but he just, he just he just you know well he could be. It started for the USFL, and I would entice that and encourage that from Clayton Toon. Go refine your oh ability, God. and then come back and win a fucking playoff game. Dude, he had 58 yards, yeah, two picks, and seven sacks. Yeah, bro. Hey, it was the team's leading rusher, though. Five rushes for 28 yards. Yeah, bro. Um, oh, my God, bro. Yeah. The, shout out to Clayton Toon. Just uh, couldn't get it all done on the field that Lost day. the fumble as well. Fuck! Clayton. <laughs> Kyler Murray's back this week. Yeah, yeah, that's news, I guess, there. for the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, Arizona. You guys just, I'm so sorry. I mean, ever since 09 when I'm not. the Steelers just won that Super Bowl, I mean, it's just been ups and downs for ever y'all. Ever since uh, 2016 when they fucking beat the the uh, Packers in that crazy game and then just got shit on by the That was a fucking yeah. wild game in overtime. Jeff Larry Janus. Fitzgerald. Yep. Jesus, bro. Jeff but Janus then, then they even had the years with Tyler where they started out 7-1, and 6-1. and one. They did it like 10-0, two and three years in a row. And everyone said, oh, this is the best team in the NFL. Best yeah, in the NFL. And just fuck I them. never believed in Cliff Kingsbury. Never did. Ever since they got they were 11-0, 10, I never believed in Cliff, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, they did start out 10-0, didn't they? Yeah. And then lost, and they got shit on by the three and thirteen Lions. Yeah, that was our first win of the season. <laughs> that was the most like. Sure, Goff had a great game. Yeah. That, that was game. the most like proud look I've ever seen. Amon Ra went off. That was an emergency. Like, and then they lost like five more games that year. Yeah, yeah, no, because the Lions just kind of. No, I'm talking about the Cardinals. No, 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 I, no. After that, uh, it was after that loss, yeah. bro. They went to Ford Field and got shat on. Frauds. It was like twenty-eight to seven in the Frauds. like first half. I remember that game. We were yeah. annihilating them, bro. I remember it too. Um, but Cleveland, you guys have a good team. Top five, deep, top three defense. Yeah. Clearly, uh, Deshaun. Potentially a top three player in the NFL with Miles Garrett. Yeah, at DPOY candidate, MVP candidate. In my opinion, yeah, like Miles Garrett is a dog. He had a great, he had a great interview on Pat McAfee's show the other day. He was, uh, he was in his little office. He just got a brand new fucking like Jurassic Park dinosaur mural in that room, and That's it's sick. like 3D. And then the whole time in the interview, you just see all his glass displays of anime figures on, on his back. Yeah. yeah. So is he him? He's him. Okay. Uh, uh, Confirmed. Goku from Dragon Ball. Uh, Fuck, Dragon Ball GT with like the black hair and the red. He, he had a figure of him. Um, had sick. a bunch of one piece, one piece figures. Uh, dude, it, it was dope to see that. And then just they were talking about how well he's been doing and how he single handedly just beat the Colts that game. And <laughs> just McAfee, or McAfee's the Colts guy, obviously. And then the video of him just fucking crossing over the center yeah. before the snap. He always does that. Yeah, like, a little Euro step. And just fucking then makes the center look like a fool. Like, dude, he's on another level right he's now. He's the man. guy that big, but he's that athletic. It's, it's not J. fair. J.J. Watt. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett, yeah. J.J. Watt-esque, for sure. And it's between, in my opinion, him and TJ right now. DPOI. Yeah. Like, those two guys. Maybe, you know, maybe throw a couple other guys up there, but like, maybe Max Crosby. Max Crosby. But yeah. I think, like, genuinely, yeah, Miles Garrett... Hunter. Miles Garrett, yeah, he is. He is probably like you could argue he's the best player in the league right now. He definitely could. Like you really could. And the, this team is so lucky to have a foundation. I'll say, piece I'll say like best him. defensive player. I'll, I'll go with Mahomes. I obviously Aaron Donald's in that conversation as well. He probably is. I'd probably go Aaron Donald, but at this point, I don't think Miles Garrett's 
much below him at this point. I, I think right now he's more impactful than Aaron Donald right now. Really? He's having a better season for sure. He might be, yeah. Like, for sure, bro. He might be. Like, look at the Rams right yeah. now. Like, are they doing this to teams? No. Nah. Miles Garrett, sing- like, like you just said it, he single-handedly and annihilated the Browns were doing it with P.J. Walker for a couple weeks. They were. Yeah. They were. So, I mean, they're they're being propped up by that defense for sure. Um, but now the, that Watson's back, though, seems a little bit a little bit better quarterback play there. Yeah, more more like he's not making those mistakes, but I just don't a little think... A little bit more openness to the offense as well. Yeah, the playbook's open, yeah. but I just haven't seen that Deshaun Watson yeah, game yet no, no, no. In, a, in a Browns uniform, but they annihilated the Cardinals. But we can move on to this yeah. next game. But a guy that I think we can talk about for a second. Sam Howell, 20-17 over the Patriots. Commanders have their guy, in my opinion. He's looking I'm really fine. good, bro. He's gritty. He's a, he's a captain for a reason. You know, out of my two bold takes at the beginning of the year between him and Desmond Ritter, uh, Sam Howell's... One of those takes went up, one yeah. of them sunk one, Desmond's in the USFL next year, potentially, <laughs> but Sam Howell is going to be potentially the commander's Derek Carr for years to come. Second in the league in passing. Yes. In yards. You just have, yards. like, look at him and Mahomes' stats. Very similar. Very similar this year. And, you know, Mahomes is having a down year. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't call it down year. Uh, statistically. Less statistical yeah. Statistically, I would have to say yes, but he's still winning games. Yeah. But like, he's not doing what he did last year on offense. But Sam Howell to even be close to a guy like that on 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 paper, I think you got to look at that with a with a little and bit of respect. I think you and I took the Patriots in this game too. We, we did. We both said Patriots against a young quarterback. We see the script every single time. We did. Sam Howell proved us wrong. He did. He did prove us wrong. He did say fuck you guys. He listened in. He's like I'm Sam Goddamn Howell, <laughs> and I got Eric Bieniemy on the sideline, and he's gonna. He's going to push me to the limits that I probably have never seen before. I mean, 325 yards and a touchdown, okay. It's... He's had good games, bro. He's had a couple 300-yard games this year. <laughs> Mac Jones, 24-44 for 220 yards. Uh, yeah, bro. He's, Sam Howell, I think, is right now better than Mac Jones. Oh, yeah, bro. no question. I think no you can question. say that. I, I, would, I would compare it similarly to, uh, obviously, there's a lot more game tape. We've seen a lot more Sam Howell, but to Levis and the Titans, I think right now Howell is the guy. For the commanders, but he has to prove he's yeah. the guy for the future. Can I tell you why I like was high on him last year? Last week of the year, he beat the Cowboys yeah, outright. All their starters, all their all starters. starters, yeah. And since then, I'm like, who's this guy? No, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. You can tell when he plays. Right now, I think you can even make an argument like that he's the best quarterback out of that class. Maybe even better than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, it's like not as very bad quarterback. But he's a fifth <laughs> round draft pick, bro. I mean, what was it? Pickett, Ritter, Willis, Malik Willis. But like, still though, that's gonna be looked at as one of the worst draft classes. Still though, of all like, time. as a fifth round draft pick to be considered yeah. like, he shouldn't have won the fifth round. No, I I agree. Bro. Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis won the third round. He should have won the second round. I so, think there was mistakes in the scouts that year on him, bro. He wasn't awful in college. Thing. No, really, he wasn't. No, awful. North Carolina. <laughs> no, he, was he had a very. Honestly, he had a better career. Well, Mitch Trubisky only played one year. Sam Howell played two. But he but had no weapons that second year. No, not really. And he 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 was yeah, a better Josh North Downs. Carolina. He was a better North Carolina quarterback than Trubisky was, in my opinion. Obviously, one went number two, one went in the fifth round. So obviously, a lot of people felt different. But but who do you have? Like in Josh Downs and Diami Brown. Like Diami Brown, Brown wasn't even, even there. You. I couldn't even tell you. He Johnson, had Carter both left. He had Matt Brown as his head coach though. So. <laughs> nice. That's something. Um. But yeah, no, shout out to the commander. I think yeah. they actually like move on from Ron Rivera. Yeah. And then elevate Eric Bieniemy. It's, it's, if you're a commander fan, though, it's definitely a positive outlook on the season. Or is Bieniemy that type of guy that's just a coordinator? Second second fiddle. Like I know people have been pushing for him to be a head coach for years and years and years, but I just 
I just sort of had that sneaky suspicion, like, one, what if he doesn't want it? But two, what if he does it, then just doesn't pan out? I mean, we, we find out this guy's meant to be a coordinator, then his whole career just goes down the drain. You and know about Nagy. Yeah. yeah. But I think and, he left Kansas to make his own legacy, and I think, like, he knew, like, going into the Commanders, because it was a told terrible him. organization. Yeah. Like, yo, maybe not this year, you yeah, know? But, like, get true. used to the system. Yeah. Like, get used to the team and implement your system on offense, because what you did with Mahomes was amazing. You can't take away that. Like, what What if he can do somewhat of that? With, and the, the longer with the, the season goes on, like, look, Mahomes is still Mahomes, but he is not playing the same way. Since Eric is. left. And now Matt Nagy is at the helm again, and you can see why the defense is having to win games for them because of who's calling the plays. Facts. That's actually I true. He plays, though. Well, I think Matt Nagy does he have input. Yeah, he, does. he does have input for sure. Yeah. Play design and no, scheme actually, for sure. Because they they've actually handed a lot off to uh, Matt Nagy because one, he's been there before, and, and they have that they have that um, relationship. So he they trust him for some reason. I, Matt Nagy. I don't think he's a bad offensive coordinator. No, he he had success with Alex yeah, Smith going to the playoffs been, every year. He's not a good head coach. No. I mean, I don't think he's a. Does he I don't have? Think he's the guy that's gonna. I think. Should he be able to touch greatness? No, he should not be the guy that should be able to touch greatness. I think that's worded perfectly. That's what I was trying to bring out. I think, I, dude, I would not be surprised if you know what you know what Patrick Mahomes deserves. This team lose ben Johnson. In the playoffs. Mm. I don't be surprised if we see this team There's lose no in the playoffs way, no. though because no of the lack of competency when it comes to Matt Nagy. I'm just hating at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Nagy ruined the Bears for years to come, for sure, and I can understand that bias. He ruined Mitch Trubisky by having fucking a quarterback room with Mark Sanchez and Mike Glennon. Dude, what was that, bro? <laughs> like, they, 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 they fucking, you know, they fucking paid Mike Glennon, like, oh, I know. <laughs> so much, not so much money, but like, but too much. significant amount of money. Like, upper-tiered backup money. Yeah, it was like $45 million in total. Gosh, to Fucking bro. do nothing. Mike Glennon. <laughs> Mike Glennon. Shout out to Mike Glennon. He needs um, to go to the USFL. <laughs> dude, I want him Probably to start. as a coach. You know, and he'd be like, come on, guys. You know, he's 6'8 or whatever. Just <laughs> Long ass neck. Be like shouting at guys, and they'd be like, dude, what? <laughs> but but uh, let's move on to this next game, and we can gloss over this because it was a, a shit show. Similar to what we saw with the Lions game, yeah. let me just say this, but the Seahawks looked worse. Uh, the Ravens dominated 37-3 over the Seahawks. Geno Smith had his worst game in a Seahawks uniform. He's, he's had a rough year this year. Dude, he missed wide-open throws yeah. to Lockett. There was some... He's very, had a rough year this year. Like, at this point, bro, like... Geno didn't write back this year. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he, did, he did write back this year. <laughs> he finally did respond to that letter. And the Ravens showed up. But their defense, Roquan Smith, dog. I, also, DPOY candidate. He's been saying... I, I can't believe I didn't mention his name earlier. Yeah. He's... He's been outstanding. This defense, Kyle Hamilton, uh, so many players. Excuse Stormy in the background, y'all. She's if they even heard. Yeah, she. If you did, you know, she's saying hi. But uh, just a good overall unit though on defense. A I mean, great look. They did the fucking Seahawks offense and the Lions offense. Just but it, fucking also, outwitted them. I think a guy that's solidifying his MVP number one candidacy right now is Lamar Jackson after yeah. these past three. I think or four he's gotta be the front runner. Yeah. I, I think what he's done is amazing. And he's not even putting up numbers like that. That's the crazy part. He's really not. Like, but like, but he's just playing, dominating, winning games. That's he, all you can ask for. He's showing everything you want to see out of him and not making mistakes to lose them games. And he's not putting himself in a position to get hurt. That's the most important part. He's being he's safe. not getting hurt. He's being safe. Yeah. Knock on wood. Hopefully he stays healthy the whole year. 100%. And they need him for that. But. But he's, Brandon, he's earned that. He's earned that contract for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Look at look at the performance. They they just yeah. beat two teams that people actually respect: the Lions and the Seahawks. Like, 
And then last week they won in dominating fashion with the Cardinals, obviously. It's not even a game. But, I mean, jeez, man. Three great games from this team. But one thing about the Seahawks, so I know they paid Geno that three-year deal, but most of his money is this year. So they could probably cut ties after this year. And they're, they're a team where I can see them being aggressive and going to get a quarterback, whether it's in the draft mm. or, or someone like Kirk Cousins. Mm. I could totally He's a free agent this year. Yeah. Kirk. So, I mean, I, I could totally have, see. They have everything, bro. Mm-hmm. I could totally see the Seahawks making an aggressive move and getting a guy like that. They're a quarterback away, honestly. And in, in, in trenches as well. Right. They might have one of the best rosters in the NFL. O- overall, they probably, no, probably they might be the best, honestly. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far yet. I, I mean, defense, the, Eagles, the Eagles are still yeah, yeah, above yeah. them. The Niners are still above them. Maybe the Dolphins. Even the Dolphins, yeah. Still top five, them. for sure, though. Yeah, top five yeah, roster in the NFL. They got studs, they young just, studs. Their O-line and D-line is where it lacks. And but even then, then like, they have pretty good tackles. They could use some more help on the edge. Yeah, but then you sure. compare like the Niners' tackles yeah. and the Eagles' tackles to them. You know, like, their secondary... Top right. five, easily. Yeah. Wide receiving core, running back, top right. five, yeah. easily. You know, linebackers are suspect. They play good, Jordan but they're, they're suspect as far as just comparing Bobby them Wagner's to the other. Yeah. When you compare them to the other elite teams, you see where the falloffs are. You know, but that's what you've got to do as a Seattle organization. And like, okay, I, that's how I would do. I would compare my roster to these elite teams. All right, I feel like our secondary compares. I feel like our weapons compare. Quarterback, obviously, a big question mark. We need that. But then. All right, we compare our D-line with the Niners' D-line. Okay, there's a significant fall-off like there. They brought in Leonard Williams, they brought in Draymond Jones. Good interior guys, but they need depth and they need exactly. edge help. Then you looked at like the Eagles' O-line, then you looked at the Seahawks' O-line. Trenches. All right, yeah. we need to, there's a big fall-off there. You know? So that's, that's where it's going to sure. start. But then everything's just going to work itself out. You have the coaching staff. You have everything else you need, dude. You have the fan base, obviously. Yeah. You have the ownership that cares and wants to win. Dude. Seattle's a great organization. Dude, great like organization. you said, they're quarterback and trenches away from this team being right back to... Literally, yeah, a little bit more beef, I agree. But the Ravens, I, I mean, just domination. They they deserve all the praise they're getting. They're top two team, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they're right behind the Eagles. Right now, for sure. In, in, my, in my personal I wouldn't even be surprised if some people had the Ravens number one. For I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, they're what, 7-2 and two right now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're... they're wow. They're pulling so away. Now. I, I definitely and can see why their losses are just a Steelers weird right? overtime loss to the Colts. Then that Steelers yeah. game where Lamar did lose it himself. He did, but it's and crazy. that's a division game where yeah. you know. It's but they also harder. blew out the Bengals and blew out the Browns as well. So they're, they're right there, dude. Like I didn't think like top first four or five weeks. I didn't think the Ravens were playing that great mm-hmm. ball. I remember you know? that. Dude. Like, I remember that. Lamar, like I, 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 I looked at him. I was like, okay, he's. I was Eric Rose, and since then, like past five weeks, he's been turning it up. The whole team has the defense, especially. But yeah, definitely, they're up there with us. They're, they're a Super Bowl contender right now. But I see them playoff time, but they're definitely a Super Bowl contender right now. Maybe challenging the Chiefs Maybe, in the no, AFC for, sure, for, sure, yeah. for that number one. They're, they're number one seed right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely interesting. I think, I think they are. Well, I think the Chiefs are because they oh. they still are one game ahead. Okay. But. They they could if they play. Oh, they they have one loss. Right? Yeah, they have one loss. Fuck, one. Yeah. Fuck. Man. No, they're seven and two. I thought they were the Chiefs two, are seven. Yeah. Who they? Who's their seven? Oh, the Bra- oh, the Broncos. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Chiefs still have the first seed, but yeah, yeah they're seven and two. The the best record wise right now is Eagles, the Eagles eight and one. Mm, okay. And they're god, they're three Jalen Hurts picks and just a fluke away from nine and one too. That's crazy. Yeah. And you really could say that they're not even playing their best ball. Yeah. Oh, year they really haven't been. In facts. They haven't really had like that full complete game, with, like, but they're on the verge of it. But this next game, the Vikings take on the Falcons. Joshua Dobbs 
Leads them to the W, 31-28. to What a story. Phenomenal game this was. Phenomenal game. Before we get into the Josh Dobbs, now I just want to say the Falcons suck, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, I know you're talking about Arthur Smith. I don't want to watch another Falcons game that Arthur Smith's head coach. Bro, like, he needs to fucking go, bro. Like, <laughs> like This is a team I had in my top ten. At, like, we all did early, at some point. Early part we of the did. season, bro. And we did. Speak about a team that, I mean, realistically is just a quarterback away from... They're at least a quarterback a and a whole coaching staff away. At least being a threat, dude. Like, I don't know. Until I see Arthur Smith with a legit quarterback, I'm not gonna write him off yet. But I have to, bro. He, he doesn't. He spends first round premium picks on guys and doesn't, he doesn't use make, them. He doesn't make the pick, dude. He's, he doesn't he has, make he the has pick, input, though. though. I know, but he doesn't make the pick. But, but still, if you're gonna pick these guys, fucking use them. Like, well, why take Bijan to put in? Bro, it was well, one we're not, we're not giving damn Campbell the same shit, though, when he wasn't using Jameer Dibbs the first yeah, half of the season. That's okay, though. No, it's, not, it's the same thing. But, but it's one thing with David Montgomery, who's also a three-down back, and Tower Algier, who's not a three-down back. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a good back. He's a like, I'm, back. I'm not trying to say it's warranted for not using Bijan, but I'm not going to write him off yet. Because I, I have to stick with I have to stick with my guy. But my point is, they're on the goal line, and what are their play calls? A fucking tight end sweep with Johnu Smith and then back to Algier for a five yard loss. Yeah. Why? That's, that's Why? Just, you're just over, Why? He's just overcomplicating at that point. And Kyle no Pitts, excuse for that. Bijan Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and it's. I I agree with I agree with your take, but I also agree with the fact that like the usage, like I understand because Dan Campbell. I was I was upset that Jameer wasn't getting used as well in the line. I think offense. that was Jameer's benefit though. I do as well, but I also feel like... Well, how was Bijan benefit? It was a different situation because <laughs> Dave Montgomery was playing... He's playing, playing really well. Yeah, Algiers um, playing okay. All right. But I am a little skeptical because I, I think in the last three games, Bijan's production has gone down. Like, yeah, like why? Why? Like, bro, like like he's vanished almost. I won't say that. But, but dude, his goal, his like red zone carries, like yeah, he has like not. three. He has like three. Well, there might be something to tell about that. We, there we, might at the be. same time, I'm just playing devil's but advocate games. too. But you got to play devil's advocate. But you don't know what else. I mean, he was sick apparently that one game where yeah, he got two touches. Yeah. But like, there could be some other shit going on behind the scenes that we just don't know. He might about, not be a hundred percent. You know, there might be something there. But, but you look at this game; they lost by three points. Maybe if they gave the fucking ball to Kyle Pitts and, and Bijan, they would have won for another touchdown. The one thing I will say, like, I, I think that like we, Kyle Pitts is a bust. I won't call him a bust. I mean, Sam Laporta, for, for where he was picked, yeah. Sam, but I, I don't think it's his fault. Sam Laporta has more receiving touchdowns yeah. than, him, than him already. I just think if Kyle Pitts was used the way he's supposed to be used, like I agree, but like at the same time, there's a there's a limit. How long has he been in the league? It's his third year. Like there's, dude, there's he had a thousand yards his first year. There's he did, there's like, some touchdowns though. Yeah, but there's something also like past coaching to where like. Oh, if I he's agree. not open, if he's not getting his assignment, why'd they have to bring in Johnu? Why did they it's feel awesome. the need? Austin awesome had him in Tennessee. He's fucking yeah, and that veteran mentorship. I mean, Johnu had a five catches, a hundred yards in this game. He's not so playing bad ball. He's not like. <laughs> but like, just, that's scary. But he's emerging. He's a fucking twenty-nine-year-old guy with a one-year deal. Why are you using this guy? He's a fucking premium draft pick, ultra uber talented, or at the least greatest tight end prospect of all time. Like, or use they him. or they could have packaged him before the trade deadline if they're not going to use. Got him. a fucking second-round pick out of him. Like I, I agree with like, but that's also that's also front office. Like that's the management. There's but, there's so many polarizing ways of looking at this. Team, but don't bro. get me wrong, Arthur Smith deserves. I'm not calling for his job just yet. I, I am. I'm I am. I'm up there. I'm nearly there. But 
he started out so hot with utilizing Bajan, and you saw everything kind of coming together. Desmond Ritter was not even playing that bad either. bro. And they're still 4-5, and and this division's up in the air. It is. They could still win this division, bro. This was a game that, even after it, I'm... Their defense statistically Dude, is top six in major still categories. Pick, they're still my pick to win this division. Really, I, honestly, they are. I think I, I'm <laughs> so actually on the Saints bandwagon because yeah. Taysom Hill. I can't. He's he's yes. got he's got me in, bro. I can't. Dude, like, he's been dogging. He'll, he'll fall off in two weeks. No, this but, has been his career. He has he has a week or two here and there where he does everything and he shines. But wait, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bash him. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I agree. I he started at those eight games. I remember they were rocky. Yeah. But they're seventeen and one when he scored a touchdown. Trust in the game. me, I heard that stat all over the place on that broadcast, bro. All over the place, I heard it. It's, it's a great stat. It is. It's a great stat. It is. One more thing about the Falcons, Brandon. What I know you you, you like Arthur Smith, but why pick guys in the top ten to use them as decoys? Why? Why? It's it's a pick, I, pick a fucking edge rusher, pick a, a a guard, a tackle, guys that will benefit the team more than being a fucking distraction, like. I will say since that, that doesn't mean you got to call for his job though. That's, I, I we didn't see that in the first half of the season. Yeah, it, I will say there has to be a change. I feel like the OC should probably go, or at least Arthur Smith should be more involved in play calling if he's not already. Or I, I don't think he's a good coach though. I don't like. I will say like I've seen improvement in this team. I, I will since he's gotten there. I have seen improvement. Where? I, overall in production and the O line, it's gotten a little better. The defense definitely yeah, got better this year. I, but I, it, I is agree a top, with you. it is a top 10 defense. They're will, streaky, but they're a top 10 I defense. I will give you this, Logan. I do agree with you. The Kyle Pitts underutilization is re- honestly really Not just his, Kyle Pitts. It's their premium picks. All of them. No, Bajan, it's still his rookie year, but like I do agree with still, you. The past three weeks, there's been he's the best, sick game. the best running back prospect in five years. Generational running back prospect. You just uh, use him as a distraction? But, but that, to use your fourth round pick? Honestly, but that was my reaction when like they took him to begin with. Because they already had Algier, who had a great rookie year. But that's like that's like the the Vikings picking Adrian Peterson and using who's the white guy? Toby Gerhardt as a three down back. Yeah, no, I, I, I it's the same shit. It's the same fucking shit. Like, why? Why? I, I'm a like, I'm a, I'm a Bijan fantasy owner. That's why I'm so fucking pissed about this. <laughs> the bias is a little there, but I get it. I, I do get it because or, as a or the Giants, fan, the Giants picking Saquon and using Jonathan Stewart. You can't say it's all Arthur Smith, as we don't know. We don't <laughs> we, really. He's know. the head coach. He could be, but like, he he doesn't make the decision for Desmond Ritter when he's out there not throwing him the ball or not handing Cal, or not handing him the ball all or the, not throwing Cal Pitts the ball. But he has all the input to run a tight end sleep in a five-yard loss to Algier in the goal line. Look, I'm not saying that's excusable. <laughs> that's that's the Smith. That's that's just trying to be too cute and overthink. The that's every situation. time though. It's every he's time. He's not the only coach that does that though. <laughs> no, you're not calling for every single coach in the lead whenever something like that happens. But I mean, but most of those guys don't have to pick guys. But in the dude, top you've 10. had you've had Marcus Mariota who just gave up on his team and that's Desmond Ritter throwing the ball to these guys and I Matt agree. Ryan has a shell of himself in the last year. But don't you think that with a lack of quarterback, you'd want to use those upper tier weapons more to mitigate the, the loss of the quarterback talent? You'd want to, but I feel like it all be it like especially on offense, it starts at quarterback. I've been asking myself that same question as a Bears fan yeah. for the last five years, so that's why I understand where like. There's so many different areas and so many different reasons why this could be going on where it's not just the head coach. Because I was in that situation like, bro, Nagy, what the fuck are you doing? You have all this, this, and this. Why are you using it this way? Then Nagy fucking goes, the situation's still the same. The problem's still the same. So obviously it's not just the head coach. It's not just the head coach. I don't care. It's three years in a row now, isn't it? This is like... 
been the it was the best start to a season he's had. I'll give him that. But look at them now; they're under five hundred. They are gonna change anything until the season's over. They fucking lost to a guy who didn't even know his teammates' first names. But he's no also a ro- he's also a rocket scientist. He is a rocket scientist. He is, scientist. but like, there's no excuse to lose that game. And he also did beat the Cowboys. Let him give up three touchdowns. There's he no beat the Cowboys. For that. He did, like, I will say this. This was a story game for Josh Dobbs more than anything. A rocket scientist will beat the Cowboys. But I will say... <laughs> Come on now. I will say, like, I wouldn't blame the offense in this game. Taylor Heineke's been playing very well the past two weeks. I actually think the defense is to blame, especially... I won't blame the Dobbs, I love, but I will not blame them. I love, I, how like, I love how I'm like, okay, before we get into the Dobbs story, <laughs> let's get this out of the way. And then we just we go on a fucking tangent, bro. The Falcons are a story right <laughs> we now. We still gotta give Dobbs this credit in the story, He though. did play out, bro, and he was learning the cadences with his O-line before the game. No, during the game. <laughs> and during the game. Um, when Jared Hall went down, he was on the sideline learning the cadence. I gotta give this guy credit because, like, he ran the ball hard. He, like, he was trucking guys. Like, at the end of the day, like, there was only so much a coach could do. His team was just letting this fucking guy go ham. Mm. This guy that, like, he didn't have the best stat. He had three total touchdowns, and he was, I think, their leading rusher. So I, you gotta give Josh Dobbs some credit. There was a lot of improvisation in this did, game. Did you see the post game video in the locker room yep. when McConnell was he waited the for ball? Him. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's. That's special, man. Yeah. You can tell like what that locker room is and Kevin, the way Kevin that they good. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta eat my words at the start of the season. I, I wasn't really that high on O'Connell. Um, Should have what, four or five wins in a row now for them. Yeah, and I, I really wasn't. I was kind of dogging him a bit, but he's proved me wrong week and week this season, week after week in this season. So he. He comes from that McVay tree as he well does. too, and say. we're starting. We're starting to see that and. That's where I was wrong in doubting someone to come from that. You know what's funny? Washington had Shanahan, McVay, uh-huh. and uh, LaFleur. LaFleur all in the building in like 2012, bro. But Dan Snyder was the fucking owner, so. Like, what a failure of an organization. You know who the head coach was? Who? Mike Shanahan. Yeah. Oh, dude, Mike Shanahan. The Mike Shanahan tree is Ruined RG3. <laughs> yeah, but it's still alive to this day, you it know? Is. And but, it will be for the next, like, fucking 30 years. <laughs> but this was a game, man. I'll, I'll give, like, the, both teams fought very hard. Taylor, I, I'm not sleeping on Taylor Heineke. He's, he's played better than Desmond Ritter has in these two games probably all year. He's more poised. He, he is. More, but, more of a vet. You can tell. And, you know, I think there was also a situation we have to realize, like, Arthur Smith was probably contemplating this whole quarterback thing. Like, he's playing terrible. Do I have to put Heineke in? Like, do I just... It's, it's going to change a lot. Yeah. Honestly... Heineke is part of the reason why I think this team is still going to win this division. Yeah. Because... Play solid enough ball. I... Look, this was the first week with him starting. But I... I do... I wholeheartedly believe that throughout the season, Pitts, London, Bijan will I, be more that's, involved. I, with I, 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 I hope so. I hope so. I think... Oh, yeah, that, especially for your health I think, as a fantasy I, I just owner. think... <laughs> even for the Falcons' sake, I think down the stretch, I think... Does he... He's when, someone when, that can... He's sort of... Now, I'm not going to compare the situations, but it's almost like Fields and Bage and, and Ritter and Heineke. You have yeah. a backup, that, just in this sense, you have a backup that can play the quarterback position better than your starter. I got Before we move on <laughs> to the next game, which we'll gloss over this next game, but do you guys think they give Desmond another chance? No. 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 Not at all. No. Well, I do. I, I, I <laughs> Arthur Smith, if you fucking hear this, you son of a gun, you son of a gun, you, you're going to put Desmond in. <laughs> 
in two weeks. Now, give, I'll tell you what. Give him two weeks. Let him go to Cabo. Arthur Smith is you know? one cool motherfucker, too, and that's part of the reason why I still like the dad as a head coach. You know, his dad's a fucking billionaire. Yeah. And <laughs> he did he, he owns, he's like the CEO he of FedEx, bro. He's like the CEO yeah. of FedEx or something. That's, that's Maybe so, that's why he's still the head coach. Maybe his dad's fucking paying the owner. Hey, keep my guys the head coach. But it was, if you, it's, it's, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but it was when the Falcons were in London this year for their game. Arthur Smith was on the McAfee show for an interview, and it was mid-afternoon, they just, like, flew in there, and the dude's just at a pub, chugging <laughs> a beer on the McAfee show, doing an interview. Hey. And his brother's in the background, chugging a beer, too. Just one of the boys. But I don't know. I also think he's a guy that needs to be an OC, though. Like, he's an, I think he's it's, a better OC than head coach. It, the end of the season will, but will it's, end it's up still a couple weeks ago, but back to what you're saying about Desmond Ritter coming back in, I think Heineke will play solid enough ball to not get yeah. benched, you know, like... He won't turn. He won't turn it over as much. He'll probably have 170 yards and two touchdowns, 220 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. When Desmond touches the field again, and I know he will, <laughs> he's gonna throw three picks. He's gonna throw 500 fucking passing yards. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. All right, we'll just leave it at that. This next game, though, uh, man, he's getting through it. The Packers beat the Rams 20 to three. Rams are lost without Stafford. <laughs> yeah, they signed Carson Wentz. Where's Stetson Bennett, bro? I don't know. Still on the pup list for whatever reason. Stetson Bennett would have won this game. You know what's Probably. funny? You know what's funny? They drafted Jared Goff number one and, and Carson, Carson, was number, Carson was number two, number two in that Carson same year. Yeah. Now he's playing for the Rams. I thought that I was, was funny. About that. They should have traded for Baker in this game just to like play right. this game yeah. and then send them back. Yeah, like a little long to the game. trade deadline pass. But That's like, crazy that that big was in the Rams. Yeah, for like five for like, <laughs> Came in that Thursday night game. Yeah. One. At a game one. That was like a, that was a Josh Shaw performance. I was. But Jordan Love, a little bit of a, I guess, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. there's nothing to take away from this. The Rams didn't have an offense. Yeah. Even with Cooper and Puka, they have I'm just, I'm just more ribbon. so, I'm just more so upset that Stafford wasn't playing, so the Rams yeah. couldn't win and keep the Packers yeah. at 32 in my power rankings. Because <laughs> now I just, I had to move them up but by default. That's concerning for the Rams, though. Like, if anything happens to Stafford, and even when Stafford's gone, like, Ribbon can't play the quarterback position. Dude, what if, what if Carson Wentz actually, like, Dude, no. revives his career here no with McVay? No way. I'm with it. You know what, though? He's the perfect guy to go there right now. Like, low key. Low, low, oh, the only guy. The, yeah. Who else is there, bro? They're gonna Cam. get RG three off the out, out of the analyst booth, like Cam. he said he wanted. No, bro, I'm not. I'm not paying Cam Newton any money. I'm sorry. Matt Ryan. Yeah, bro. Like, Bring him out of the booth. Yeah, bro. Like the dude, Alex Magoo. Yes, dude. Sean McVay, bro. Listen, listen here. There's a guy, number eight, sitting on the bench and in Green Bay, and you just played against him. Yeah, your buddy's you, the head coach. You saw him, and I bet I bet Sean, you know, got caught a glance. You know, though, he saw him in slacks and a hoodie and a beanie. He's like, oh, is that, who's that? You know, he's like, like Alex? Sean Mac. Sean McVay's like, is that the two-time USFL championship, Alex McGill? <laughs> oh my god, that, I need to get an autograph right now, bro. I, right fucking now, Alex, get over here. Right? Hey, do you mind if we just like take him on our flight home? Yeah, can we just, yo, Matt, like, yo, we just sign off on this. Like, just you, you cut him right here. We just signed him real quick. Like, and he starts next week. Yep. You know, wins the game. Wins all the games Super Bowl. the season. They go to the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl, bro. With Alex Magoo, bro. That's just how it's going to work. But, yeah, you can't really take this game seriously like we just did. Uh, <laughs> but this next game is something you can take seriously because this is the best rookie QB performance I've ever, ever seen. Ever. Yeah, um, yeah ever. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks uh, take on the Houston Texans and lose 37-39. The Bucks cool. should have won this game. Kay Dalton kissed the camera goodbye, kissed Texans fans goodbye. Tell uh, they left why, why, don't tell, why don't you tell them what, what we did about an hour before this game started? Bro, so both my <laughs> fantasy lineups pretty much like just 
fucked. You have five weeks everywhere. Yeah, bro. And Darren Waller. Was just <laughs> Darren Waller, you have arm. Yeah. yeah, bro. And so he's like, just pick up K. Dotton, bro. <laughs> Dude, and I'm like, okay. Pickup of the week. It was just like, fuck it. I did the it's same. a guy. I did the same, bro. I had Laporta and Ingram on buys this week. And clearly, I, I could have still won without even starting a tight end. I put up like 240 fucking points this week. Jesus. I had like... Everyone in my lineup but my kicker and my defensive player had 20 more points. It was wild, bro. It was like, I think I set our family lead that's been around for like 18 years, like the record in points. Oh my gosh. I might be wrong, but it's like at least in the top five or some shit. That's crazy. I picked up Kate Otten like the night before Mm -hmm. because I'm like looking at the tight ends, like Logan Thomas, nah. Mm. Uh, Hunter Henry, nah. Like Kate Otten, like Kate Otten against Houston. Houston's like top. Three right now like against he began, like he began, tight end he began catches low key like fucking got like six tight, catches he's, he's two touchdowns one, bro yeah. but even before that like he's just a tight end one in that offense yeah hundred percent you just get slept on <laughs> See, but I'll uh, just keep him rest of the way I might like, yeah you should fuck it. I might have As, to yeah you should the the box looked really good Baker looked decent here did not have a bad game Trey Palmer yeah. had a decent game Mike Evans Chris Goff Rashad like, White Rashad White had a good game had a good yeah had a good fantasy game for sure still I mean. It's just once again the run game for this yeah. box offense. It's only two point six yards per carry, man. Like Rashad White had a great, great game fantasy wise. Yeah. I mean, he it's still had seventy three yards, right? two touchdowns, had four catches, forty six mm-hmm. yards, but only had three point seven yards carry, dude. Like this is not going to get the job done. You're not going to be able to play slow. Yeah, you're not going to play. Ball. You're not going to play play ball the way you want to, where you're controlling the time of possession. Yeah. Your first and, downs, and you yeah, you're not going to be able to get ahead of the script, dude. Like. Mm-hmm. You're going to be running it, okay, one yard. Then incomplete pass, okay, third and long, time and time again. As good as a passer, Baker Mayfield's been on third down this season, bro. It's not an efficient offense. No, not at all. And but there's only, I think there's only one man we can talk about, though, about this whole game. 100%. It's Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis. <laughs> yeah. That's Selling. But no, Rondé Barber said it was the worst secondary he's seen all season. This no. It's been, it, ever since their bye week, they're the 32nd ranked. Yeah, secondary right now. But you're right, Logan. <laughs> CJ Stroud is the guy that took the show here, and he had a t- took the week. Yeah, uh, he's by he's, far. <laughs> let me just say this: I check our receipts. He's a star quarterback. I, he's yeah, he is he's their top guy. 10 right now. He's a star quarterback. He is top ten right now. Uh, I, was, I was going to be close to saying super star quarterback. Uh, he's he's deadly accurate. Great arm strength. Great zip Smart on the bar. As fuck. Thirty for forty-two. Eleven point three yards per. 470 yards. I started him. I had 48 Five touchdowns. I started him too, bro. I had him and Tank Dell as a stack. <sighs> I had him in... Uh, Talk about Tank Dell for a second. Damn. Who, who did I trade for? Fucking from you. Uh, Nico, <coughs> Nico Collins. I had, I had him in Nico Collins. Yeah, yeah, three receivers with over 100 yards and touchdown. Nico Collins. Noah had Brown. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, that was clowning him at the start of the season Dude. too. Bro, where was our defense? Where was the Bucks' defense, bro? Todd Bowles got to go. Yeah, Todd, that's a guy's job you should actually... Now, it's a shame, too, because... Numbness. Yeah, facts. So, I listened to a lot of... Shout out to 620, uh, or 95.3 WDAE on iHeartRadio and local radio here in Tampa, Bradenton, hey. that one area. But, it's all Bucks talk, obviously, just like any local sports station. But, a lot of the talk is around, um, obviously, Todd Bowles and the head coach situation. But, it's a shame, because there's a high chance Todd Bowles are going to be gone. Yeah. It also means that Dave Canales is going to be gone with him. No, which, no. you gotta. Well, I would move him up. I wouldn't. 
But it's one that that's not going to happen. But two, you're going to have a new head coach come in. He's going to want to get his guys in there. So now it's probably gone. Even if he does do good, which he for the most part has this year with what he has at his disposal, um, he he'll still land on his feet somewhere. But it's just a shame that he's only going to have one year to really prove himself. Then he's going to be gone. You know. Yeah, which might work out the best for him. But it's just an interesting thing to look at here locally. We have a lot of Bucks fans and. I know a lot of people do like Dave Canales. A lot of people don't. I love it. it, bro. He's he did, look at what he did with Gino. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Baker. He's with Baker. He's a bro. Baker I would looks better this year for sure. Bro, if I'm if I'm the owners of the Bucks, I forget the family name, but uh, the uh, Glazers. Glazers, yeah, because they're a part of Man U bro, as well. Shoot a shot, bro. What a young guy. Like just prove himself for one. Like see what he can do with one other year. Because I I don't know why you don't. Obviously, you're gonna be in the market for a quarterback this offseason. Why Maybe. not just throw Kyle Trask in there and see what he Please. can give you? That's, can I, that's, that's what I want. Maybe the, why he hasn't been playing so far. Maybe that's, maybe it, that's that is true, but like, but at this point, like they're not like they're not winning. Get rid of him then. Just get rid of him now. Five losses in a row now. Why haven't you got like? Why haven't you got rid of him then? If there was a whole build up of the quarterback battle, but you pit you're paying Baker more, so Baker's not playing bad enough. No, he's not. No, exactly. That's the thing. They're not playing. But they're not winning. But they should have won this game. They they did win this game. They like, did. They, it was a but fluke last drive. Yeah, but they've had a lot of these kind of games this these like, past couple weeks. This loss isn't on Baker, though. No, no. But it like you got to change something up. And if you're not going to fire Todd Bowles right now, if you're going to wait till after the season, you, they should. They should. I, they. But then, then at the you same time, you could right? see like Todd Bowles being like, "Okay, I've got to try to do something to save my career here." That could be maybe what Kyle Trask in there. It's what week ten now. Yeah, it's still early. Eight games I, I left. Think, once we get to like, they're behind, okay. bro, in their division. But at the same time, like to bring up the division, they are behind, but only by two games. Mm-hmm. And they already beat the Saints in the one game they played against the Saints on first place right now. Yep. So the Falcons again. They can so the it's very possible they still have a very talented team, but this this upcoming week, and obviously we're going to get into it with our predictions. They play the Titans. If what they if they that? lose to back to back quarterbacks, no tr- Trask. You have to put Trask in, right? Because then after, hold, hold up, hold up. After this, they go to San Fran and play the Niners. You don't want to start Trask then. Maybe do you, do you maybe do you like uh, maybe do you like regardless of the whole Trask situation? That's an L that we're giving Tampa right there. Actually, I won't say that the Niners have not been playing bad. But they not been playing good. But you also they're un, they're they're one of four teams. The Bucks one of four teams that are undefeated on the road. Keep that in mind. They beat. They went to Minnesota and beat Kirk care. Cousins with Justin Jefferson. They could easily go beat Brock Purdy. I, in my I opinion, don't think so. But I, I know it's a. It's, I know it's a rush off, but playing. like that is a trap game for yeah. for forty. The San Fran, in my opinion, could be. That's something I want to look forward to. Actually, now that you brought that up, I think that they could do something there. But yeah, well, but then we, we also yeah, see them go there last time with Tom Brady and get exposed by Brock Purdy and that same team. But that who was that with? Bruce Arians. No, yeah. that was, no, that was Todd Bowles still. Oh, that was Todd Bowles still. That was the fucking what's OC's name? Leftwich. Yeah. Brian Leftwich. No, I'm just I'm just sort of just reaching to like have something to combat against it, but I mean I'm still t- riding with Sam still in that a, game. But still you gotta still take. You cannot go into that game after losing the back to back rookie quarterbacks from the AFC South. Yeah, if they lose next week they're not beating um San Fran, but they should absolutely win this week. They, if they beat the Titans and develop some momentum, I could yeah. see that, but like we'll we'll get into predictions obviously. But and they still play the Packers and the Jaguars later on this season, the... so I will say this before we move on. If you're a Houston Texans fan, if you're listening from shout Houston, out, you, you guys out. have so much to be happy for. Yeah, sure. uh-huh. Your coach, your defense is you know got some work to do, but your offense, pff, 
With a makeshift the line every they week. And the quarterback, all that matters. Like, look what they did, bro. And they have the weapons, honestly. The Tank Dell is nasty. Nico Collins is a good veteran. Like, he's not receiver. even really a veteran. This is his second, second or third, third year. He's third through adversity. Like, yeah. he's had some like, injury. Like, it's just third year like a receiver. Like, a, like, they got a Keon Coleman or something mm. like that. I think he's the second best receiver in the draft, but we'll get into that, like, coming up. I, I really do. Like, I've re- like, I, it's close right now. It's I, Right now, for me, it's obviously Marvin Harris is number one. But I, I think, I th- honestly, I think number one, number two are both at Ohio State, but Ibuka. Really? Yeah. That's an argument. I, I just, I really like that kid out of that. I don't know, he's, he hasn't been playing that well stud, recently. Keon Coleman's a fucking stud. Yeah, Keon Coleman's nice as fuck. But, uh, Brandon, I'm going to let you take helm on this next game. <laughs> but uh, the uh, Bears take on the New Orleans Saints and lose 17-24. to Go ahead and take it away here, and we'll just give our thoughts after. Um... Is I don't know. I feel like there's going to be an expectation of a polarizing response from me this game, but not not so much really. I didn't really expect to win this game. I expected us to cover, which we did. I mean, they had the Saints favored ten and a half this game, which I thought was absurd. They had the Chargers only nine and a half against us. Why they gave the Saints a point more than the Chargers? That's up for debate. But we turned the ball over five times and we lost by one point. Mm-hmm. Now I know Bajan had some. Very bad interceptions, but also had some very good touchdowns. You know, that's just sort of what we're getting out of him. That's been the theme. That's been consistent with him. We know what Bajan is. He is a solid backup quarterback that has shown that he could get us a win, but has also shown that he could lose us a game. We played good enough to win this game, and he honestly outplayed Derek Carr in the first half, and everything just fell apart in the second half. It's a really good Saints defense, man. A really good Saints, but... It was a really good Saints defense that got carved up by a guy that they did not have a lot of tape on that never saw before. Then, obviously, they made adjustments in the second half and came out and played to those adjustments. Um, when I texted you that pick, that awful pick, and then you sent that Tyron Matthews shit, I was like, damn, huh? that was a fucking good throw. Yeah, and that I guess that's, that's what we're sort of seeing with him. And we're seeing the same type of thing as well. I touch on it week in and week out. We're seeing like... You can't ask for more from him. Like, you can't. Yeah. You know, it's a fucking UDFA, bro. We you need to buy his rookie card. That would be pretty so. That would be a pretty dope in investment. But we're seeing 10-plus play drives that amount in points time and time again, you know? and He's like a Taylor Haneke, isn't he? Yeah, honestly, he, he is. He could get and better. Yeah, he probably will. I probably see him starting Honestly, this is a good... This is an easy... Not easy, but, like, this should be a good game for him to get some more development in, honestly. Yeah. Like, against the Panthers, they're a terrible team. I'm like, bro, he's better than Tommy DeVito. <laughs> That's nothing going for him. <laughs> They're both UDFA rookies. He's better than him. Honestly, he hasn't been pulled, so you could say he's been better than Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, <laughs> dude. No, Desmond. Des, bro, honestly, after like rewatching some of those picks, like that back foot, like pick to the corner. Oh, that was awful. That was awful. That was something I've done in Madden a thousand <laughs> times, dog. And I la- I laughed, bro, because I'm like, bro, I I turned off my console. I feel like Arthur so Smith turns coach. off his yeah. console to that one. No, I will say. <laughs> Is uh, yeah, that's no. tough. You gotta you gotta, gotta put that in perspective for Arthur Smith, bro. I, I will say, since the start of the twenty twenty two season, Cole Komet is third in touchdowns amongst all tight ends. He's a baller. He's a which baller. is more than Mark Andrews, more than TJ Hawkinson. He's already in top five Bears reception touchdowns it's, of all time, which uh, doesn't say a lot. <laughs> doesn't say a lot. Notre Dame boy amongst tight ends amongst tight ends. Is Cole Komet on extension yet? Yes, yeah, he got an extension so. before this season, which yeah, yeah. I was ecstatic about. That's good. Yeah, his contract. It was four years, I think, around like... like two or something like that? I think he's... No, honestly, I think he's only getting like 12 million a year. So 
like 14. Maybe I think he's around like 12 to 15 million a year. It was not a No, he's a baller though. Market-wise and comparing to his production-wise to the rest of his market, it was a perfect contract. But Honestly, not only just as a receiver, like you pointed out, is his receiving stats, but he's a all-around, all-purpose tight end. Now, he's a good he, run blocker. He's vi- he's lackluster when it comes to blocking, like out on the perimeter. I don't. When I've seen he's him play Lions, man, he's good. He, he, he's, he's, he's just streaky. Whether it's with his reception and his blocking, it's just one minute he's a great blocker, but one minute you see him just get blown by. Like, dude, what are you doing? Look, but he. That's why they paid him what he did. Exactly. Did. But at the same time, I said at the start of the season. Whenever he's producing, he's going to be the key to unlocking the full potential of this offense. And whenever you see him have, whenever you see us have the most points scored, like the he's four or five out. touchdown games, he has two of those. He has one of those. He has three of them. Bro, you know? I'd rather have, from, from a Giants fan's perspective, I'd rather have him than Darren Waller any day of the week. Any fucking day of the I'm week. I'm not going to lie, bro. And I see, I, what you just described in Cole Komet, I see a lot in Sam LaForge. Mm-hmm. I think his receiving mm-hmm. ability is uh, more consistent. Than, you, than your um, confidence in Cole Komets. But I, I think when it comes to the blocking, for sure. For sure. It's streaky. And he's but, only 24. Y- yeah. Matt? Komets only 24. Damn. I thought he was like 26. And he's a hometown boy. He's from Illinois. He grew up a Bears fan. He's going to retire there. And like you said, a Notre Dame boy as well. So like, gotta, I couldn't be happier, bro. He's one of my favorite all-time Bears already. And he's 6'6", six, six, fucking 260 pounds, bro. Look, he like a blue-chip tight end. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect guy for Chicago Notre for Dame years. Just tight end you, bro. And they're going to sign him for, dude, 24? He's going to be 28? They'll sign him to another four-year deal after that. If he's still playing this level, I mean, he yeah. easily could. They but, just need to get a consistent quarterback. But yeah, back to the game. Offense. I mean, we played good enough to win this game. It was just the turnovers. Um, a lot of it was just a mixture of Bajan just trying to force things. One... And just making a bad decision, like you would expect out of an undrafted free agent, uh, Division Two quarterback, let alone. But still throwing touchdowns. In the yeah, NFL. still throwing touchdowns, and like you can see it week in and week out. Like it just goes to the experience of him throwing the fucking football at the quarterback position. I mean, the dude has thrown the ball like fifty thousand fucking times. That's been reported from the high school to the collegiate level, dude. It's insane. It might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but still, you get the point. I wouldn't doubt that, though, like when you actually break it down, bro. Like I mean, in game this, in and this game, we, we had more first downs than the Saints. We converted the same on third down than the Saints. We uh, had more yards than the Saints. We had more yards per play than the Saints. We had more rushing yards. We had just as many passing yards than the Saints. Definitely just, a turnaround from last week's. Yeah, we, so the production's like getting better with him. We had more time of the possession by like a minute and a half, but still more, but... We had eight penalties for 71 yards. We had five turnovers. The Saints had zero turnovers. Once again, bro. Coaching just, with the penalties, for sure. Then, and then the turnovers. Exactly, bro. And, like, at this point. Yeah, those, those really penalties wanna, ruined y'all. Like, I never want to. You never want to fire a coach midway through the season. But because it's such a hit or miss, as you can see it, what we're seeing with the Raiders right now, they're on sky high. Mm-hmm. You know? So then you also, you also sort of see. Like, it's. I'm only giving this example for lack of coming up with a better one, but Jeff Saturday with the Colts, like, that was a very up and down, more of, like, a miss than anything, you know? They had that game where they gave up the, uh, what was it, the worst comeback of all time against the Vikings last year or the year before? Yeah, I remember that, was, that, that game. was last year. I it think was, that was, was that was last year. year? Yeah, because it was after Frank Reich got fired. Yeah, Frank Reich got fired last season. He had a great game, and then he got annihilated. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it was How just, many games did he coach for them? I want to say nine or ten. Nine? Maybe? Did they lose? They lost like all of them though. 
Like after just did they yeah, go like one? Best, but yeah, eight? I know they won in one or two. But yeah, it was not it was not pretty the rest of the way. I mean, what they had the fourth overall pick, third overall pick, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I think it was for fourth, AR, yeah, fourth or fifth. Because the Texans had two and three with Stroud and Anderson. So they, I think they had the fourth then. It was the fourth or fifth, yeah. But yeah, but back to this game. It was one of those games where one didn't expect us to win, played good enough to win, and only lost by seven. Where like me as a Bears fan, I know there's. All those polarizing people on all the Facebook groups, all the Bears Twitter that are just all over the place, just with the most extreme, like, clickbaiting, mindless posts that you could ever say about whether it's Beijing, Fields, the coaching staff, the team, whatever it is, man. But it's just at the point now where we're in purgatory. We're just sort of waiting for the offseason once again to see what happens with the coaching staff, to see what happens with the draft. Now... As time goes on, I'm going to be more and more surprised if Fields is the Bears quarterback next year. I don't, I don't think so. Um, I mean, just the fact that the, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, you know, manifest anything, but this injury is lingering. He's not playing tonight. Yeah, we expected him last week. If you, we, we did expect him last week. I, I, after, I was hearing things about No, it was more so this week. It really? was more so tonight's game. Yeah. You kind of question his toughness a little bit. He's a tough kid, but no, I'll, I'll never, I'll never question his toughness. Oh, I'll, say, I'll never question that kid's toughness. He that dude had, had four broken ribs against Clemson, yeah. and a minor concussion almost, and came out there through like six passing touchdowns to beat Clemson in the yeah. playoffs, bro. I'll never, ever question that kid's toughness. I mean, if the kid can't grip a ball to throw the so ball, he can't grip a ball to throw the ball. Is it the coaches keeping him out? Then uh, that's something I was about to bring up. I'm going to actually send in the tea time chat today after this recording, the um, the press conference of Eberflus yesterday, and I just want you guys to listen to his comments and just, I'm just going to leave it at that, because he touches on fields in the situation, and there's been video servicing of him throwing the ball already accurately. It's been like here and there, but I mean, it's just his throwing hand. If he can't grip the ball to yeah, throw the yeah, ball, yeah, I mean, yeah. he can't grip the ball. I mean, there, I, I'm not going to hold anything with toughness against him on that, but it was more so tonight that we were expecting him back, and that's why I'm just saying I'm going to have you guys watch that before I give any more about it. But I'll watch it before the game for sure. Yeah, and, I have to. But honestly, get context. Honestly, I'm not mad with seeing Beijing more. But after this, I I just I want to see Fields back. I obviously do because the more this injury lingers, the more that hurts him, and whether or not he's going to be a bear in the future. Who no, some? Who someone's going to take a shot on him? Yeah. Someone will. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna end it with this. Bajant did kind of tear apart the Saints defense in the mm-hmm. first half, left and right. Even though he had that bad pick, but dude, he was he was piecing this defense apart. This is a top ten defense, a very good defense, and like I said, the adjustments were made and they kinda of just tore Bajant a new one in the second half. But the reason that he did that is a reason why I still want to see him play, just because it's something different than what I've seen from Fields and I I know that with what Beijing's given us, I'm going to see more of everything that we have in this Bears offense utilized. So as a fan, I just enjoy that more. So I'm going to see more of Deontay Foreman. I'm going to see more of Cole Komet. I'm going to see more of Darnell Mooney. I'm going to see more of Tyler Scott. Whenever Fields is in there, it's just more so primarily just watching Fields and watching DJ Moore in a way. You know? And that's what sort of it was with... It's kind of one-dimensional. We had that with Mitchell Trubisky and Allen Robinson for a year as well, and... It just it got old after a while. As much as I wanted to see them succeed, as much as I enjoyed it, it still got old after a while. So it's just something that's fresh, but at the same time, I still do want to see Fields back. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, this is one of those games. 
I'm not feeling any different coming out of this game. I'm still feeling decent about our team after this. Like, I'm not feeling worse after this game. It was competitive. It was a close game. When we you had look five at the turnovers, score, and we lost by one score. Yeah. I mean, they you know? still <clears throat> genuinely put up a good fight against a team that's looking like they might take the division. But it, it's one of those things. Uh, the Saints taking their division. Excuse me. I should have prefaced that. But, no, I agree with everything. I think you hit the nail in the coffin with, uh, with that. But... This next game, I think we all have a little bit of a, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Bryce Young, guys. I'm not going to lie. It was just, I'll, I'll start with this, sixes. though. I'll start with this. Back. It's just a lot worse that he did it on the same day that the guy right after him, CJ Stroud, balled the fuck out. I had the rookie record and threw five touchdowns and won the game. <clears throat> CJ has had a terrible year. I, I can't Bryce. lie. I mean Bryce. I mean Bryce. <coughs> no, Bryce. Oh my gosh, sorry. CJ has had an amazing year, but Bryce has had... I, I, up and down. Been up and down. More I, downs than ups. It's, you I've, know, it's such a crazy dynamic, too, because Bryce just beat CJ Stroud yep. last week and actually statistically did better than CJ Stroud. In that game? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. That was a defensive chess match, then. And then the very next week... The latter guy sets the rookie record, has the comeback, plays one of the best games you'll ever see a quarterback play, let alone a rookie quarterback play, and the other guy throws three interceptions and two pick sixes. Kenny Moore had a great game. Two Kenny Moore, yeah. It's just like, I don't think Frank Reich was the guy for Bryce Young. Why did they hire him? No, no, no. See, Bryce Young wasn't the guy for Frank Reich. But they, still, like, the ownership, yeah. the ownership meddled with the pick and overrode what Frank Wright said. This is the report, at least, because Frank Wright in the post game press conference said that the owner pretty much made the choice for Bryce Young and that it wasn't the guy that he wanted. Frank Wright said he wa- pretty much said that he wanted C.J. Stroud. But do you think Stroud would have been good on the Panthers? Yeah, I they think were both Stroud, in similar. Both teams were in similar situations. They really were, and honestly, you would say that. Now, D'Amico Ryans is a factor as well, but just looking at roster-wise and talent-wise, you would say that the Panthers are trending in a better direction or have more talent. I wouldn't. Well, Where? take no, <laughs> take out what you've seen this season and look at those. Dude, yeah. that defense on Carolina, they're legit. They're really injured right now, but they're Drop legit players-wise. Yeah. I mean, Derek Brown, um, Frankie Louvre, Brian he's, Burns. He's out. He was playing. It was. I know Shaq Thompson's out. Um, then Jeremy Chin in the secondary. Dante Jackson, out. they're no slouch. I, but I'm saying they're all out, but like individually, that's a good team I just on paper. Don't I'm think saying. Frank Reich is the good as a good head coach though, and at this point in his career. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not I'm mid-season. not saying he's a great coach. I'm just saying like Like I don't think he was the guy to write any young quarterback. Like I'm not even like a fresher, younger mind, you know? I well, he, he's a fire. Well, he is a former quarterback. He you is. know, he has history. Of, I mean, he was the guy. Well, he ain't no Doug Peterson, though. No, but he was the guy that has been a part of some great quarterback seasons. He's a former quarterback. You can see why they would bring this guy in there to pair him up with who they're drafting at number one. But it wasn't the guy that he said he wanted. You know, yeah. you that's gotta hold, be like that if sucks, that really bro. is the case, you can't really hold that against. Because he went to a whole new place to like finally get his input, and it just. He didn't get the guy he wanted. But I, I do think it's too early to make a judgment on Bryce. He's a rookie. It's oh, yeah, 100%. I'm just seeing a lot I'm of... Use, I'm going to write on it for the rest of the time. Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. the rookie season. Now, that's an extreme once in a million, but like if someone like Peyton Manning can come out there and throw the interceptions he did his rookie season then yep. have the career he had and no one holds it against him, why does everybody fucking hold so much against these rookie quarterbacks nowadays when they have such a bad rookie season? I think when it comes to year two, year three, then it's like, okay. like 
Like, and honestly, you know what I think it is? So, I just started a franchise with the Texans <laughs> last week, and I went 11-6, and six, and I'm in the divisional round. I just beat the Bengals in the wildcard round. I won the division. <laughs> CJ Stroud, Rookie of the Year, had a great season. Everyone balled out. Like, how the fuck would the Texans have that record? I think all these people in the media and all these motherfuckers are playing the franchise with the Texans and having a similar outcome and expecting the same fucking thing with these rookie quarterbacks throughout the entire league whenever they fucking don't do good. Like, they just use them in Madden and they ball out with them <laughs> so they don't ball out in real life. Yeah, there's no, like, like, there's no patience anymore. Like, obviously, I was younger, so, like, I didn't really, I like, don't, I don't see everything, that, but, like, yeah. I didn't really feel like Peyton Manning was getting the same, or, like, back in the day when rookies would do bad. No social media then. And also, the, that, the that's quarterback true. position wasn't as, like, people weren't going out there yeah. throwing 50 <clears> touchdowns. <throat> it was, like, 3,000, 3, 4,000 <clears throat> seasons. Running backs were... But like it's a win. It is a win now. Lead like you said. There's no patience. But like, I don't know. Dude. It's I don't like it. It's not fair. Like nothing's really fair. No, guys do need, but you, like, you need to be patient with guys, though. Exactly, sure. bro. Like, but that's the thing about Bryce Young. It's is an that investment. I think they're gonna fire Frank Reich <coughs> at the end of this year or or uh, after or mm-hmm. midseason next year, which should very well happen. And, and then that's gonna fuck with Bryce even more. Next exactly. Whole new offense. Like he's fucked. It's exactly what Justin Fields has been through, bro. Yep. And Daniel Jones and then James Winston. The list goes on. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> it does. It, it's sadly just the NFL. I yeah. mean, there's really no patience in this day and age like you guys were talking about. But this next game, Logan, I'll let you take home on this. I mean, what is there to say? <laughs> <laughs> Denny Dimes came back. Well, first of all, we lost 30-6 to to the Raiders. 30-6. to You know, they just fired their coach. They were smoking um, cigars on you. They were smoking cigars. Uh, Antonio Pierce, former Giant, <laughs> is on the 2007 Giants team. Um, did y'all see the story of why they fired McDaniels? Um, why? So Antonio Pierce, like I said, he was on that 2007 Giants team. They, they were having like a locker room talk, and he was telling them, like, you got to be like the 2007 Giants. Like, he said they they believe that they can win any game, every game, no matter what. And then Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels, who was the offensive coordinator for that team, walked up to him and said, "Don't you ever talk about the Patriots?" And so they fired McDaniels. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. I know. But <laughs> I'm like, honestly with that. Yeah, like like you go with the guy that's, that believes he can win every game. Yeah. And look what they just fucking did, bro. You saw the Raiders were the Raiders were violent. Now, they were grooving. I will say though, Mark Davis. I mean, it starts at the top. I think he's a shitty owner, and yeah. I don't think. As long I think as, he's finally like he's he's he hopefully he, he signed with the players right here. Hopefully, but hopefully it's just starting the right direction. But up until this point, you've never had any reason to believe like yeah. okay, as long as this guy's at the helm, we're gonna be going places. Yeah. He his judgment on on GMs has been bad, but I think. Give Max credit. Give Max probably some fucking input. <laughs> I I think so. He's the fucking leader of that team. Oh, 100 percent, dude. He's a dog. Yeah, like he 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 needs some input. On he is a game. Like he's not gonna f- always flood the stat sheet, but he's one of those he's guys. He's just the that's guy. Yeah. Gonna dis- it's his team. He's gonna disrupt every yeah. single fucking play. It's exactly. his team, bro. Like every leading the pressures. Every Still. play. What now I will say, Darnell Wright locked him up with one arm, <laughs> but he will disrupt every single play. But Darnell Wright kind of made him his bitch, I will say that. Ooh, I want to talk about the biggest story of this game is Daniel Jones tearing his ACL. Yeah, that's he, a shame. So he came in, He came in, and I don't know if you guys were watching this game. You probably weren't. I uh, definitely was not watching so, this game. So, like, <laughs> he was having just, like, errant throws. He didn't look comfortable. I don't think he was healthy the whole time. And then and then he, uh, it was like an option play. He rounds to the right. He planted his knee, and it kind of, like, looked funny. That's, mm. where he, that's where he tore it for sure. And then the next snap, he went to go drop back, and he just fell. And I, then I, I, I knew it. I was like, okay, he's done. 
Like he's, Fuck. It's over. Like he's done. And then uh, yeah, Devito comes in and throws. He was one for three with two picks, and then Wanda Robinson scored. I guess I started him in fantasy in one of my leagues. That was a lucky fucking touchdown I got. Um, I think that's Daniel Jones' last game as a Giant, starting. Wow, it has to be. I mean, right? It, it might. I mean, right? Like you guys just paid him so yeah. much fucking money, but bro. It's all, but it's not. We're, we're not locked in that that much. Not money. locked in. No. Okay. Like after next year, we can cut him. Let him be a backup exactly. to Caleb Williams. Exactly. Bro. Yeah. Or Drake May. So, yeah, Drake May, bro. If you guys get either, and then get, just cut Dan after the season. Yeah. Next year. Yeah, just cut him and then after next year. Yeah, and then the fucking Rams will pick him up and probably ball out there. Or he'll just be a, <laughs> just a, a Mike Glennon. I I, I hope he goes <laughs> to fucking Sean McVay. I, I really do. He he could be good somewhere else, bro. He would be. He would be. The Giants ruined him, bro. We did. Now he has a significant injury history. He's just never had anything around him. Never had weapons. Never had. It's just it's sad, you know. It is. I believe. Like I, I believed in Dan. You know, I, I went to his first fucking game and <laughs> balled the fuck out against the Bucks. You know who he reminds me of? Yeah. Sam Bradford. Sam mm. Bradford. Yeah. Low Sam key. Bradford. Low key. Low, a guy that could ball out at the top when he was 100. percent Yeah. O-P-O-Y. But oh, never I wouldn't, never say, town around I wouldn't say Danny Dimes balls out at the top when he's 100%. But he, but he has. I've seen it. He has. That, the Bucks game was... That, that, that was a good game a couple years ago. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Though. They've had... The like, Sam Bradford was never like... Year, the Texans game, the Bears game last year. Dan yeah. has good moments, bro. It's just... Never had the talent around Health, him. Never did. Talent. Health, talent. Coaching. See, like, half his games were without Saquon. Three big factors yep, that exactly. will just literally exactly. make or break the whole... The three pillars that will make or break a whole career of a quarterback and this whole outlook on a franchise. Because yeah. uh, Sam Bradford, whether it's had the Giants or Jeff the Bears, Fisher. or any team, or the Rams, the Rams or the Browns, Jeff Fisher. Fuck. That's all you got to say, Jeff yeah. Fisher. So who's I, now I an do, executive? Uh, bro, let's start our own league. Yeah, like let's just do it. <laughs> I uh, I fucking fly football league. I think the plan next year is to lose or lose the rest of these games. We're gonna go two and fifteen. Fuck it. Hopefully okay. that's good enough. Has bad enough for number one overall, right? Oh yeah, that should be. So oh, yeah. maybe. The debate's up there. Caleb Williams and Drake May. I just say, fuck it. Go, go Caleb Williams. Just go with him. I mean, I mean. Dude, New York would tear that kid a new asshole in a second. I know. But, like, you just, you gotta go. Worse gotta than go Chicago would, Worse go than the, Chicago. It's Caleb Williams, bro. You gotta go with him. I know, but right? I just. Uh, he wouldn't be crying up there after the no, game. You can't. You can't. But I, I, New York, I think uh, we Dude, keep. He would. I think we keep Dayball. Nah, um, you would go Drake May, bro. You think so? I, I was thinking that too. Drake like he, May in New York, another white number ten, and, but number he, eighteen, and, and he's like six five, two. Like Caleb's a six one, bro. He can handle the fucking New York. That's how I, I was thinking that. Like the debate is definitely up there, but I, I think I don't know. You just gotta go, Caleb Williams. He's just he's the consensus number one guy. I don't know. You gotta you gotta. Yeah, he still is. You know you you can never it's, get. It's things that we we can't judge though, because like they're, they're it's always be in the yeah, it's always a safe pick to go yeah. with the consensus number right. one. Like, like, and if he fails, he fucking fails, bro. Like we we went picking pick the suppose the next Mahomes. Because like, that's what's kind of going on. Like Bryce Young, he was the consensus number one overall pick, I guess, at the time. Yeah. Now it's heavily debated, but there he's gonna struggle at first. Caleb Williams will probably struggle at first. You got you guys will probably have another. He needs some refinement here. for sure. Yeah, but I trust Dayball. I do. I know he's had a rough year this year, but I trust Dayball. He won Coach of the Year last year. Won a playoff game for us. I trust him. He improved Dan a lot. Just everything went haywire. This I think it was that first quarter, that first game, that that blocked field goal for a touchdown in the Dallas game, losing four. That was it. That's when we were finished. That's just when it all. I, I think. If, I think if we came out there and competed against the the Cowboys and maybe it was like twenty-seven to twenty or something like that, it's a different season. 
I think we, we would have built some traction. It was it was fucked. Mm. And we were we were down twenty to zero against the Cardinals at halftime. It was fucked. Like you guys did win that game. Though. We, we did. We did. Back. But I just think that that first quarter that that was it for us in the first game. Damn. I think that that set the tone for the rest of the season. And that's a shame for Giants fans out it there. Is. It, it really is. is. I think you, you got to fire Kafka. Just just yeah. let him go. Fire every offensive staff we have. Cut Darius Slayton or trade him. Let's say Quan walk. Just fresh start everywhere on offense. Everywhere. Yeah, I agree a hundred. Like every, like uh, everyone, Darren Waller probably cut him. No, we can't cut him. Fuck, how much was it? How's, how much? Probably got another year or two. He's just mid, bro. Maybe with Caleb or Drake, he'll be okay. But yeah, no. He, he, fuck. Yeah. It's gonna be a rough offseason. Yeah. Joe Shane, hopefully you can show. I trust him. Get second round pick out of Leonard Williams. This is a fucking test for him, bro. This offseason is his biggest test, probably of his professional fucking career. It is. Like. You have a lot to do this year, bro. Going back off topic, though, going back to the uh, presser of Eberflus about Fields that I was telling you about earlier, Pat McAfee just had that in one of his opening segments of his show today. So just to give you an mm. idea of it's how, big. like... It's hard. It's not like, traction. Yeah, just, like, how stupid it was. And just... As a head coach, to say something like that? Yeah, or? just on him <laughs> chatting about his availability and Justin Fields' availability. Huh. So but, just to give you that. Okay. I'll definitely be watching that before I watch the game tonight for sure. Just so I have context on like what that locker room is really going to be fighting for tonight. But uh, this next game was probably game of the week maybe. The Cowboys versus the Eagles. Uh, Cowboys were literally a yard short from... Dak, bro. Yeah, Dak. That's Tough. his career, bro. Jesus. And I really think the Eagles just showed that they're the better team overall. Uh, even when the Cowboys played just, their best, Dak had a great game. It also just shows you what it can come down to in, in this lead. Like, those two plays with him stepping out on the two-point conversion, then I can't remember if it, I think it was on the fourth down play where... Look, there was a wide-open throw in the red zone. In that, the red zone. that, but then, like, um, on the, I think it was the fourth down play at the end You th- when he threw it to... I can't forget his Shoemaker. Name. No. Tight end? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I'm going to... On the goal line? No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't that. This was like later on. Um, it was. He's like a third string receiver. Tolbert. He so C.D. Lamb, Jake Ferguson were balling all game. Those are your two main guys on offense all game. Then it was the fourth down play at the end, and he targeted Tolbert on tight man-to-man coverage and tried to have him make a play instead of targeting C.D. Lamb or Ferguson and trying to have one of them make a play. It was just that decision, then Dak stepping out early on the two-point conversion. Those just sum up his career, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. Like, He's never been able to win, like, in these big, big, like, mo- Like, the spotlight is, like, the test is there. The spotlight is fucking bright, and it's on you. Like... He's never, he's never, ever, I've never seen him win that big game. A meaningful game. This was a meaningful game. And, like, when it comes down to it, like, dude, you just got to find a way to get the ball in your playmaker's hands, bro. I mean, I just touched on Lamb and Ferguson. They had 26 targets between the two of them and 18 catches between the two of them. He had, he bought out. Shout out to him, man. But also, Brandon Aubrey, he set an NFL record to start a career. He is officially an NFL record holder. Pro bowler this year. He has to be a pro bowler this year. Brandon Aubrey. Yeah, probably. he he has to be like fifty one yarder too, bro. Yeah, bro, he's like twenty for twenty on field goals to start his career. He missed that one extra point 
to start the season. It's crazy because he's actually pretty old too. Well, not like old. But old for a, a rookie. Yeah, twenty eight, dude. <laughs> but it's pretty cool though. Like he he definitely deserves a Pro Bowl nod already, in my opinion. He's having a really good year. Um, but yeah, the Eagles just overall dominated. I guess the the trenches when needed. The Tony Pollard not not much of a run game from the Cowboys, if I recall. Um, yeah. But it's just you know. I expected the Eagles to win this. I really I did. did. I did. But the Cowboys, you know, they didn't look horrible. But no. it's coming down back to that it factor in Dak. How do you step out on that two-point conversion? Push, cut in, take contact. Bro, literally, if he got that, they would have been in position for a field goal at the end. But they had a score touchdown. They were short. Yeah. It's, it's just, it it's always comes down to that it factor in Dak. It always does. Trevor, I'll let you talk about that for a second. No, I I, I just, I've never thought he's had it, bro. I, I He will win you... A lot of regular season games against, against the Giants and the Commanders. The Cardinal, they lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, but, that knocked me out of my fucking survivor pool, bro. Oh God, but it, Dak has just never had. I guess the clutch gene, yeah. bro, and he needed it on that in this game, and just didn't deliver. Especially Trey Lance. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but maybe Dak. I don't know, man. They need to start looking at other options at quarterback Maybe. in the coming future, bro. They want to sign to extension. If you want to make a Super Bowl, it's not going to be with Dak. And like, I just don't think he's bad enough to like replace. No, he's but he's good enough for a couple really good picks and players if needed, in my opinion. <coughs> Excuse me. I think yeah, maybe like the Rams again will do that. Like he'd be good there. Fuck if probably Aaron Rodgers doesn't play next year, bro. The Jets, Jets yeah. bro. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the fucking Giants. Oh, hell nah. Not interdivisional. Hell nah. They dump him off? Hell nah. Dayball's like, Dak, get over here. Dak, come on. Dak, get over here now. <laughs> get over here right now. Oh, one, one more thing. The Giants game, I just thought it was hilarious when Evan Neal flinched on the... It was like, he flinched on like a third third and short, third and inches. He's coming out the field, and it goes to Dayball. Dayball's like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like I'm not, I'm not a lip reading expert, but <laughs> that was pretty clear. <laughs> Brian Dable is visually pissed at Evan Neal. Visually upset. <laughs> he is verbally abusing that young man. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I'm Brian Dable, bro, I, yeah, I might. I mean, Evan Neal kind of needs that. Bro. No, he does, bro. He needs that. You need to go up and say, "What the fuck is what the fuck, Evan?" No, that was Evan. That come was, on, dude. That was Evan Neal's. Ah, oh, fuck. It was a moment, and that was uh, Dayball's. Ah, oh, fuck. Moment as well. <laughs> at the same time, they kind of came together on that. So shout out to Brian Dayball for making that happen on national television. But what's but, crazy about like this game that was like the Cowboys game is that Dak didn't play bad though. Like, no, over really 370 played, yards. Yeah, yeah, like he did not play but bad. But it's just CeeDee Lamb's having a monster fucking stretch right now. At their best, they still couldn't beat the Eagles. So I don't expect them to beat them in the playoffs. I don't expect them to beat them in the second meeting because the Eagles have not had a complete game It will game be yet. in Dallas. It will be in Dallas, but I don't think that's going to matter this year. The Eagles look like they should be undefeated. Mm-hmm. Like, they really should be. You pointed it out earlier, Brandon. They're three picks away from, and like three yards away from being undefeated, bro. Yeah. Like, Easy Super Bowl favorite right now. Oh, yeah. Easy. 100%. They're on a roll. But the next game, this is also a game I really was like, all right, I I need to shut the fuck up with the Bengals. I actually gave them a lot of respect this week. They beat the Buffalo Bills twenty four to eighteen. Joe Burrow looked really fucking good. Jamar Chase looks really good. I know he's uh, got an injury. He's gonna be out for a little bit, but he balled out. Um, T Higgins had a decent game. Tyler Boyd showed up. Joe Mixon's still producing, but the Bills were losing this game the whole time. Yeah, they were never. It was never in question. I feel like 
Honestly, I think it came down to coaching uh, in this one. I'm not going to lie. Josh Allen wasn't like, he didn't light up the stat sheet. He hasn't been the past couple weeks, I guess you can say. But He's in games here and there. I just, I, I think the defense is in question. It is. They Too have, many injuries. Yeah, Tremaine Edmonds is a guy that definitely and, probably miss, and also uh, Tredavious White being yeah. out, right? Yeah. Oh, Tredavious White's, oh, yeah, he's he towards Achilles, I think. Yeah, season ending. Burrow just outplayed. He, he looks, he's healthy now. I said that like the first drive. He, he like escaped, or, like evaded a sack and like ran over and threw. I was like, okay, he's healthy now. And then the announcer was like, okay, yeah, he looks a lot healthier from, I was like, and I was like, yeah, he's, he's definitely healthy now. But he, he definitely, he's, he outplayed Josh Allen in this he one. He was climbing sure. the pocket, delivering good throws. Yeah. He looks good, pushing off his leg. And I, I, I think Joe Burrow's right back in it. And this I team's so right back well. in it because he is. But Brandon, what are your thoughts on this game? And honestly, did you ever, did you even get to mention any thoughts on the Cowboys game? Yeah, I got some okay. thoughts out there with you guys. Um, so back to this Bengals game. At home in Cincinnati, so I would have, this is like I was saying earlier, when we uh, were breaking down the, following schedule for the Bengals the rest of the year like when we were talking about okay is this Bengals team going to bounce back they're losing these games they shouldn't be losing they don't look as good they gotta write the ship now and fast because they have a tough motherfucking schedule coming up and it started with this Bills game it started with the Seahawks even a couple weeks back they got that victory now they're getting this victory beat the Niners as well so like they're rattling off wins now and it's not like the Dolphins that are rattling off from wins against these lesser teams. These are against playoff teams. These are against some Super Bowl favorite. I mean, some yeah. people still like the Bills to be a Super Bowl favorite at the start of this year. True. Some people are saying they're not even going to make the playoffs now. So that just shows you the league and the perception and how fast that can change. But the Niners as well. You know, then it's not going to get any easier because they're still 5-3 and three, tied with two other teams in that division that are 5-3 and three, that also have the Ravens that are by a lot of people, the best team in football right now is 7-2. So they have a lot of catch-up to do. They've already lost to the Browns. They've already lost to the Ravens. So we've already laid out the whole map for them, but they're doing what they need to do. They're handling their business, yep. and they're doing it pretty convincingly. Like, this game was not as close as 24-18, to 18, in my opinion. And Joe Burrow, like we said, is finally getting healthy. He looks good. But this is honestly pretty much what they did last year. I mean, is it not? They started out slow. They were dropping to teams that they should not have been dropping games to. And they still fought all the way back to... Was it an AFC Championship performance last year? Who? The Bengals? Or was it the divisional yeah. round loss? Yeah, it was AFC Championship, mm-hmm. right? So, look, this team is here. They're here to stay. As long as Joe Burrow's here, man, this team is going to be one of the elites in the AFC. And Jamar Chase, dude, T. Higgins... Probably won't be there. Most likely won't be there after this season. But the Lions get him, please. That would be. That would be so nice, bro. That I would love be something, that. dude. That would but be I mean, so Joe good. Mixon is starting to get more involved as time has gone on. But just imagine if Joe Mixon can get back to what Joe Mixon was a few years ago. Interesting stat: he's the second longest tenured running back with his team, behind Derrick Henry in the league. Huh. Which kind of shows you how that's sort of been going for running backs. He's recently. been good for them for a while yeah, now. That so I, I, I like to see that. Hopefully, he's a guy that plays out the rest of his career there because you don't really see that um, a lot more in the NFL these days. A lot of guys move around. Yeah. But uh, T. Higgins just sort of being consistent with what his theme has been all season just either going to be absolutely silent on the stat sheet or is going to erupt for eight catches 100 plus yards. No touchdown this game but he has shown that he can get two to three touchdowns this season already but look man if you're a Bills fan trending down right now. For sure. 
Nothing um, concerning. But they're just they're so depleted defensively, bro. It's, it's, it's every year, hard. bro. It's something else with them. It is, bro. And there's there's a curse with this team, and who knows when it's ever gonna be lifted, man. Unfortunately. True. This next game, I don't even want to talk about too long. The Chargers yeah. beat the Jets twenty-seven to six on Monday Night Football on November sixth. Watching left at half. Yeah. First quarter. First quarter, bro. Because yeah. it was Zach Wilson. That's all I'm gonna say. It was, it was Zach Wilson. I didn't it, even watch it. I was watching basketball. Justin <laughs> Herbert had like. Not even 200 passing yards. They had a special that that uh, punt return touchdown was really cool. I hopped on FIFA and I put like I put my iPad on my lap. So I was, like I had it like I had my leg propped up. So I was watching it as I was playing. And I I kept like looking back and it was just nothing was happening. I was like okay. I don't know like, how the Chargers yeah. got 27 points. And I got to the point where it was, like, it was like 10 minutes left in the game. And I was I was like okay I, I can turn this off now. Bro, the, Chargers, <laughs> the Chargers didn't even have 200 yards of offense. The Jets had 270. Like what? Zach Wilson had 263 yards, 33 for 49. Herbert was only 16 for 30 for 136, bro. When Zach Wilson got strip sacked by Bosa, and like, it was just. Well, that's how they scored 27. They had 14 points from defense and special teams. True. Then all they needed was two touchdowns from Eckler, and boom. Mm-hmm. That's how I lost in your league, Logan. Um, but yeah, and Herbert. I didn't. I didn't watch this game. I had Eckler in my lead. I had like 230 plus points, so that that definitely helped me out with that. Darius Davis, I think he's a rookie. He got the punt return. Like to see that. But if this this is one of those games where I don't think you're really feeling much better if you're a Chargers fan. I mean, you're feeling great about your defense good, and special team right now. But yeah, it's a good win. But I'm just more so saying that because Justin Herbert is just still not looking like the Justin Herbert that we expect him to do. It's I mean, it's defense, always good though. when you can win these types of games when your quarterback doesn't have to. But It is a good defense. One of the best yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. But I'm just... A so, win's a win for them. I'll, they'll take it. 21-point win, I'll take that. Just not the, yeah. not the game I expected yeah. out of mm-hmm. either of these teams, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, but I guess now's the perfect way to segue into our power rankings for post-week 9. I'll go over mine first, uh, kind of in a quicker fashion. But Logan, I know you have your tiers, <clears throat> so I'll let you go second, and Brandon, you can take that third, my man. But uh, number thirty-two, I have the Panthers for every reason we talked about earlier. They just kind of suck. Nothing's really going well for them. They have a good team on paper, but just injuries and inconsistency with coaching, I assume, is what's making this team as bad as it is. Uh, 31, I do have the Giants because of uh, Danny DeVito and the lung. <laughs> Shout out to Danny DeVito. Shout out to Danny DeVito. Uh, not even his name, but we're going to stick Danny with that. Danny DeVito. At 30, I have the Cardinals. We know why. Uh, 29, I have the Patriots. They lost to the Commanders and Ron Rivera still as the head coach. That's pretty bad. Then at 28, I have the um, Broncos. And then at 27, I have the Bears. 26, I have the Raiders. 25, I have Atlanta. Uh, 24, I have the Titans. 23, I have the Rams. 22, I have the Colts. 21, I have the Packers. At 20, I have the Commanders. At 19, I have the Bucks. At 18, I have the Vikings. 17, I have the Steelers. 16, I have the Saints. 15, I have the Jets. 14, I have the Seattle Seahawks. 13, I have the Chargers. 12, I have the Bills. 11, I have the Dolphins. 10, I have Houston. Um, 9, I have... Oh, gosh. The Jags, excuse me. Um, 8, I have the Bengals. 7, I have the 49ers. 6... Oh, goodness. 
I've already... Hold on. <laughs> okay, so 11, Dolphins. 10, Houston. 9, Chargers. Sorry. 8, Bengals. 49ers are at 7. 6 are actually the Jags. Sorry about that. 5, I have the Lions. Even in the bye, I just think this was a weird week. Yeah. 4, I have the Cowboys. 3, I have the Chiefs. Even in that ugly win, I kind of... I still think they're top three, just because they're winning these tight games, even when their offense really isn't. And, like, and they yeah. still shut down the Dolphins' offense to 14 points. And they scored 70 on a professional team, so that's that's a nod either way. And that's then, something that we're going to just refer back to. But yeah. it, I mean, valid. All the time. Yeah, and valid. then number two, I have the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then number one, I have the Eagles still. But I do believe the Ravens could easily be number one. Yeah. Okay. My first tier is moving from number 32 to number 28, and the title of this tier is Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr. That's the three guys that all five of these teams are going for. 32 have the Cardinals, 31 have the Giants, down four spots from last week, 30 is the Panthers, 29 is the Bears, and 28 is the Patriots. This next tier is from 27 to 20. This tier is called Evaluation Season. These teams, you know, they're not going to be getting the top tier guys. They might. You know, you never know. Yeah. But they're, they just got to evaluate their coaches, their players, see who's going to be here next year. Starting off at number 27, down five spots is the Rams. I think as long as Stafford is out, even with Carson Wentz in, this team's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're, what, 3-5 and five now, 3-6 and six now. They were trending upwards at the beginning of the year, but now it's just it's bottomed out. Um, 26, up three spots from last week is the Packers. I still don't believe in them. I, I did, but... I, I don't know. Um, 25 is the Broncos staying put. 24 is the rate is the, or 24 excuse me is the Titans going down one spot from last week. Uh, 23 is the Raiders going up seven spots. I think you know with Antonio Pierce, I think they deserve a little little mm-hmm. bit of a bump. Um, 22 is the Colts going up two spots. 21 is the Bucks staying put. I wanted to drop them a little bit, but I just I couldn't. Um, 20 is the Commanders staying put, and that's the end of this tier. Um, this next tier is from 19 to 15. This is my playoff pretenders. Starting off with that, as 19 is the Falcons. 18 is the Jets, down two spots. Then 17 is the Vikings, down three spots. I didn't want to drop them, but it's kind of how, how it turned out. Cause with Kirk being out, I still don't know. So by Viking, or not Viking, by playoff pretender, do you mean someone that is going to make the playoff would be like a phony or someone that is just going to be... They, they like can make they can, it as like a seven seed yeah. or they're a team that's going to get left out. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, just like the, the Vikings can make it. They're five games in a row. Yeah, because they're just right there yeah. in the middle of the two. NFC is not that good. The rest of the teams around them, they're, you would think like they're coaching and talent-wise, yeah. especially with getting Justin Jefferson back. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. knows how much that's going to help but like, Josh Dobbs. With Kirk being down, I, I just I, yeah, I wanted hard. to drop it's them. It's, they're in this weird spot because they're, they're winning a lot of games. Having Josh Jobs look good. Their schedule's relatively easy too. Yeah, right? so so it's it's <coughs> I dropped them for now, but they might rise, you know, here next week if they win, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um but moving on to number sixteen down one spot is the Saints. Um you know, I feel like sixteen, they're they're a decent team. That's, that's, like a, that's a weird it's yeah. a weird spot. But I I don't believe in them that much at all. Yeah, I've um, been up and down on them. Yeah, then fifteen up two spots from last week, closing off my playoff pretenders tiers of Texans. Up two spots from last week. I just they they have to. Not according to my Madden franchise. They have to. I wanted to raise them higher, but I have to. I think it's a good spot for them. Um, 
And then this next tier from 14 to 6, this is my playoff contenders. Um, yeah, it goes all the way up to 6. Like, that's usually added, added like, yeah, I mean, meters. 14 yeah. teams make the playoffs, so right. I mean, you're, you're around the right spot. Um, but number 14 is, uh, down three spots is the Seahawks. Just an awful, awful week. Geno's yeah. not having the same year this year as yeah. last year. Um, and then 13, a team I think I might have raised a little bit high, but they're winning a lot of games right now. It's the Steelers up five spots from last week. Yeah, I think the Seahawks are a better team than them, than they will be, but just the trend right now is Steelers. I mean, they're playing a little better ball right now. True. Um... Number 12, up one spot, is the Chargers. Number 11, down two spots, dropping out of my top 10 for the first time this year, is the Bills. Mm. Um, number 10, up two spots, is the Browns. And number 9, I dropped the 49ers down one spot, the lowest they've been all year for me, number 9. But I had to because the Bengals beat them. They're 8 in my list. They're number 2. Um, the Jags are 7. The Dolphins are 6, down two spots from last week. The Jags are staying put. And that closes off my playoff contenders tier. This next tier... There's only three teams. It's uh, five is the Cowboys, four is the Chiefs, up two spots, and three is the Lions. Those are my Super Bowl contenders. Wow. Um, and then the last two, the Ravens, Eagles. Uh, Ravens are two, Eagles are one. That's my GOAT tier. Top top teams in the AFC, or top teams in the NFL right now. I'm surprised the Lions are up there. That Oh, yeah, they're Super Bowl I'm surprised you got the Cowboys that high. Number five, I think that's a good spot for them. No, I, 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 like, I trust them more than the Dolphins, shit. honestly. You'll see why I have them. I trust them more than the Dolphins. I don't trust either of them bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared about either of them. Like, not, like, being consistent enough in the playoffs against... Where did you have, Cincy? I missed those. Uh, Cincinnati was eight. Eight? Yeah. Yeah, it was... I was falling, and we... From, like, 14 to 7, we're, like, almost dead on. I'm just, like, one off on every single mm-hmm. one. It was funny. And it's the Cowboys that, like, is what you'll see sets it apart. Mm-hmm. Who did you have in one? Eagles. Was, Eagles, yeah. yeah. Eagles one, Ravens two. Alright, alright. So yeah, I'll, I'll move into mine. Number 32, got the measly Arizona Cardinals. Like I said, I was upset I couldn't keep the Packers here man. after they played the Stafford list Rams. No, I don't even have them at 31 either. I got the Carolina Panthers at 31, man. Then I got the New York Giants right at number 34, yeah. So, did you some justice yes, there. Sir. I got the New England Patriots. Yes. New England Patriots at number 29. Nice little Super Bowl matchup there, oh, right yeah. in front of each other. We got one coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, oh, isn't it this next week? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming oh, week or two weeks. Yeah. Dude, what if Danny DeVito goes off? Danny DeVito versus Mac Jones. Whoo! What a matchup of the year. Yeah. Game First tie of the season. Oh yeah. Zero zero. Ooh. No, I'm thinking two, like two. five five. <laughs> I like two. Or, two. or we we beat him three to two. Seven seven safety field goal safety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Not then even Danny touchdowns. De, then, then Danny DeVito rushing touchdown. Then the <laughs> the the Patriots pick safety physical safety. Or Danny runs out of the, his own end zone. Once. Yep, that's one. He so, doesn't. Yep. He doesn't. Orlovsky. But then yeah. Ramondre Stevenson comes in and kicks a field goal like yeah. Dare Onubuale. Mm. Then um, then the second safety wide receiver screen, DeVito passes it over the guy's head out of the end zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the safety, oh God. Though. Dude, I hope Danny DeVito comes out and throws like eight touchdowns, though. Yeah, breaks the record. Like, Moving on to number 28. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, 27, this hurt to do it. Right above them, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Number 26, the Denver Broncos. 25, or Atlanta Falcons. Got the Washington Commanders at 24. Still a little bit low, because I feel like a lot of these teams ahead of them, they could beat on any given day. It's just a toss-up. But 23, got the Tennessee Titans. Then, um, I've, had, I've seen the head of... 
have a trend. I don't even do this intentionally either, but I'll put teams on this list, then just they'll end up being matched up against each other for mm-hmm. this upcoming week, right? I got the Bucks right ahead of the Titans at 22. Um, number 21 got the Indianapolis Colts. Um, rounding in the top 20, jumping up eight spots, got the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, they just have like the best case scenario of firing your coach mid season right now. They, they have energy. energy. They have that's very talented squad. They still. do. Yeah. Um, moving on to number 19, they're just in that weird spot right now because they have a quarterback situation with their injuries. But Los Angeles Rams, number 18, got the New Orleans New Orleans Saints leading their division five and four, just sort of in a weird spot. I've been up and down on them all season. Um, I was really high on Derek Carr coming in, but I'm starting to just see that he's not ever going to be what he once was, and we know what he is, and there's going to be nothing more, nothing less. Put in Taysom. Or, or that rookie that had, like, the like the magazine photo shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah what's his yeah. name? Gosh. I forget, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I want that guy to go in there and just Shout get annihilated, him, bro. Shout out to him. Uh, number 17, New York Jets. Number 16, Kind of debated putting them this high, but they've won five in a row. I like their head coach. Like I said earlier, I had to eat my words. The Minnesota Vikings. Uh, running out back into the top 15. That's like the third time I've had them here all season. Or, all yeah, all season so far. The Houston Texans. Number 14, Los Angeles Chargers. Number 13, Seattle Seahawks. Number 12, Pittsburgh Steelers. One spot above where you have the Matt Lowe's. And um, dropping out of the top 10, just like uh, it was for you, I believe, for the first time all season, the Buffalo Bills. Um, at number 11. And I got Dallas at number 10 right now. So wow. I have them almost double where you have them. Uh, actually, no, exactly double where you have them. Um, number 9, cracking the top 10. I got the Cleveland Browns, bro. It just That defense continues to be playing out of their mind. Watson's back. Watson's back. Amari Cooper had a great game in Watson's first game back. They still continue to make it work with Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford. And Joku scored a touchdown with Watson back. They're, like I said, Miles Garrett, we touched on him already earlier, dude. DPOY candidate, maybe favorite right now for sure. Number eight, move him up three spots on a bye week. It was just a weird week that the Niners coming back into the top ten. They're just they're still so talented up and down on that roster, both sides of the ball. Debo Samuel's going to be coming back. George Kittle's still there. Brandon Ayuk, McCaffrey's still there. Um, it's going to be all riding on Purdy. We all know this. Um, and they just traded for Chase Young. So I played that into my into my reasoning for moving him up three spots, but we know what Chase Young is. Injury prone. But I can't wait to see it. He is a beast, but he hasn't produced uh, like a number two overall pick. Very injury prone, and he's just very boom or bust, honestly. Um, if you compare his stats to Montez Sweat, obviously that was doing a lot of that with the trades going on. They're very similar. Him next to Nick Bosa, though. Yeah, it's going to be insane. State guys. It's going to be insane. And you still have Eric Armstead on that oh. D-line and Javon Hargrave and... Uh, Fred Warner's at linebacker. Dude, they're loaded. Absolutely loaded. So that's why they're back into my top ten after a bye week. Moving into number seven right now, the Dolphins. They're trending down, but there's just not a lot of teams that are like, I still want to put above them, if that makes sense. But you can really plug and play a, different, or a handful of different teams in this area. But moving up some more, cracking the top six this week. Up two spots is the Cincinnati Bengals. The only reason I didn't crack them into the top five is because Detroit's still around there, and they had a bye week. I didn't want to penalize them too much, so that's what I got at number five right now, Detroit. Then cracking the top five and leaping Detroit this week is the Jacksonville Jaguars. My receipts are there. I've been high on them all season. They continued 
So just win. I mean, they were on a bye this past week, but they five, in a, five in a row. Yeah, five in a row. They're doing it against solid competition. I said it off the air. I said it on last week's power rankings episode and recap. Those Steelers games, bro. Those are games that those teams that are fighting to get over that over that little hinge right now into that elite level in their conference, into that contender level in the league. These are those games that they lose. And if they win them, that's what starts to put them over that level and the Jaguars are winning them. And like I said, they keep trying it up right now. And for them to be at number four, I think I think it's fair. I think it's arguable for them right now. Um, moving on to number three. And this is honestly the first time all season that from three to one, they're all interchangeable and all have an argument for number one. But number three, I actually have the Eagles. Wow. Um, number two, I have the Chiefs. The number one, I have the Baltimore Ravens right now, man. Wow. I mean... They've had two NFC contenders come in to Maryland and just be obliterated by them, bro, by running the ball and playing good defense. And Lamar's playing injury-free, mistake-free football, bro. And right now, like we've all sort of established as a front runner for that MVP position. But like I said, the Eagles should easily be number one. Obviously, you guys have not one. The Chiefs should obviously very well be at one as well. It's just one of those things. But dude, I'm just I'm very inspired by by how. Baltimore has been playing. Roquan Smith, Kyle Hamilton, Patrick Queen. They're balling on both sides of the ball. Zay Flowers isn't even getting his touches, and they're still producing offensively. Odell scored a touchdown. Mark Andrews is still producing. Gus Edwards has fucking like 100 touchdowns in the last three weeks. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, and, 100 touchdowns and like four carries. <laughs> and John Harbaugh is still one of the better coaches in all football. And Yeah, for sure. You know, when it comes down to it, they're gonna they're gonna have to win in the playoffs, you know. But as of right now, heading into Week Ten, I got Baltimore at my number one. I don't blame you there. They played really well, lights yeah. out, honestly, in the past three weeks for sure. Uh, let's get into our Week Ten predictions for this upcoming week of football. Obviously, there's a game tonight. If you're listening to this, obviously on Thursday, uh, the game tonight is the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears, eight fifteen, Amazon Thursday Night Football. I'm gonna take the Bears. Over the Panthers, I really am. I, I I like what I see out of Badgett. You know, I think he's got a you know loose kind of feel of the game. He'll throw some picks, fuck it, but he'll throw a nice he's dime a too. He, he's a loose cannon. Yes, he is. If you ever have seen BoJack Horseman, there's a perfect episode regarding loose cannons. It's guys that wear mirrored shades after dark. I think that's what they have here in their backup quarterback. And I think he's I a guy. I think he's a guy that can. Beat I can get down with that. The Carolina Panthers. Uh, for me, you know, I'm okay with whoever wins this game. <laughs> it's, it's just better for the Giants. Uh, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bears because once they're at three wins, that means that that's it. Like we're not we're not winning again the rest of the season, so they can't they can't lose anymore. So then the Panthers can just win a game or two more, and then there we go. We're up. So sure. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Why not? Fuck it. Okay. Right. Clean sweep on the Bears, man. Hey, second time this season. They're favored by three points at home. They're wearing their orange unis and their orange helmets tonight, man. All right. They just going to look nice. I, I nice. could also see it as the number one overall pick versus a UDFA and Bryce James outplays Bajan, maybe. No, I'm seeing the complete opposite. <laughs> you put on the mirrored shades immediately. Yes, sir. He's, we, we got we got some loose cannon activity in, in, the, uh, in the recording area here. But uh, moving on to the next game. If Beijing oh. wins this game, I'm gonna buy a jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. We got a. We have a legitimate. I'm serious. 
Okay. Look me in my mirrored shades. I'm looking you in the mirrored shades. If Bajan wins this game, I'm buying a jersey. He's buying a jersey, everyone. And we'll get a nice little picture of that on Instagram. So you could, you know, if he loses, maybe you have to buy Bryce a Bryce Young, Young jersey. <laughs> Shit. Is there, is there a bet there for yourself? Yes, there will okay. be. Okay. I'll, 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 no, I'll put, my, I'll put my money where my mouth is. You should buy a Jay Cutler jersey. Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's not, you know, you know the air bike guy. I'll yeah. do that another time. Yeah, that, that, no, I'll have to stick to yeah. So. so if so if Bryce Young wins, you buy a Bryce Young jersey. But if <laughs> if Bajant wins, you buy a Bajant. It's a lose lose. No, I'm, I would love to rock a Bajant jersey, bro. But anyway, a number one jersey for Bryce Young maybe turns out to be something, or maybe a bust. Oh fuck. That's God. a that's a thing though. That's God the loss. That's the loss. God damn it. You want you you need the Bears to win on what this. if or what if like say Adam Thielen's the reason we lose this game, I buy Adam Thielen. No, okay. Game. How about this? You can if the Panthers win you can buy whoever's jersey on there. Oh, but then that uh, see it, it adds a whole other element if it has to be a Bryce Young cuz like we had the number one pick, we could have drafted that guy and then he beats us and uh, I have to face the shame of Touch. wearing that jersey. But it is actually good though. So it has to be the Bryce Young jersey thing. So Bryce Young or Bajant, depending on which team wins. Or could I have the element with the Bears, though? If the Bears win, I can just... No, but then... But, like, it's it's Bajant, though. Yeah. Like, but if he throws five picks and y'all still win... Exactly. You know, that's a rough... That's a rough But then odds are sword. we win it because of a defensive player. Okay, so if it does come down to it... Gra- grab a defensive player's jersey, but if they win on the hand of Bajant... How about this? No, we'll stick with the Jay Cutler one. Mm-hmm. If Badgett ends up throwing like five picks, we still win. I get Jay Cutler. Okay. But if it's because of Bajan that we win, I just said his name two different times, two different ways. But um, you, I'm still not 100 percent sure if it's Bajan or Badgett. I feel like it's Badgett, right? I've been. I started out saying Badgett, but then once he started playing, all the people started saying Bajan. Okay, Bajan then. But then I also hear Bears Twitter and like other Bears names in the community say Badgett. So I really have no fucking idea. We gotta hear this guy, like, fucking say his full name at least once. Like, can you get on the podium somewhere? But I also, I'm more on board with Bajant because people have been coining the nickname Secret Bajant. Like, Secret Agent, Secret uh, Bajant. Secret Bajant, you know? okay. Secret Bajant. <laughs> cool. Secret Bajant, okay, we'll go Bajant. So, yeah, so, yeah. So if they win on the hand of Bajant, he plays a good game, you get his jersey, but if yes, they still yes, win... Yes. But not because of him, you get the J color. But if they lose, you get a Bryce, Bryce Young. Yeah. Okay. So if the Carolina Panthers win, either way, you're getting a Bryce Young. Yes. But depending on the situation, the Bears win. If they do, you have to go either or. Yes. I like that. Okay. And we'll get we'll get a picture, if, especially if it's the Bryce Young. You're gonna have to. Oh. That's gonna be rough, bro. No, don't do that. <laughs> I got you, man. No. <laughs> yeah. I got you. It's for the it's show. hundred dollars. It's for the podcast. It's for the show, dude. Uh, put it on. I'll, I'll sell it another time. One get, day. hopefully, just use a credit card with cash back on that bitch. You know, that's all you gotta you do. Go. Cash back rewards. There you go. Yeah, Discover. there you go. Discover. <laughs> Shout future, out Discover. Future sponsor. Future sponsor. Oh, facts though. If you're out there, Discover. Come on. You know. Hey. We have the numbers. We, we, we're getting there. Just look at this month. Just look at this month. But, uh, getting into this next game. Frankfurt. I, where's this at? Frankfurt. This Same is place. Frankfurt again. Yeah, wow. Same. Bill Belichick in Germany, right? He's he's owed to that. That's pretty cool. Um, against the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts are taking on the New England Patriots, 9:30 a.m. on November 12th. This is the start of the Sunday games, obviously. I'm gonna take God, bro. 
What do I take here? A weird, a weird feeling. Also, take the Patriots. Same. I, that's what right, I thought first, right. and I was then, like, like, look at the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, Josh Downs hurt, but like, they've been playing pretty well. Gardner's mm-hmm. been playing pretty solid. Like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be one of those weird games, though. I think I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Patriots as well. How about yourself, Brandon? I'm gonna ride with Shane Steichen and the Colts, man. Yeah. I, 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 I get it totally. But I also want Patriots to win, so then they'll have three wins. And they're completely blocked yeah, off yeah. from... <laughs> We're going 2-15. You're looking so. at the whole landscape, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching this shit that wise, though. No. But I'm going to ride with the Colts. No. Okay. No. I agree. The next game is the Houston Texans taking on the Cincinnati Bengals at 1 p.m., starting the 1 p.m. games here. Uh, I'm going to take... You know what? Ah, I can't because the Bengals are starting to heat up, but like... It's a major game. I hope so. You know what? Be a game Fuck where it. We... I'm taking the Texans. I'm taking the I'm going to take the Texans to cover, but I'm not going to take the Texans to win. Since he's favored by seven, I think that's a little, a little wild. At home, though, but I think since he ends up pulling away with the victory in this game, but this is really going to... Obviously, we're not going to expect CJ Stroud to come out and do the same shit again, no, but no. we're going to we're gonna still have a lot of... We're going to have a lot more questions answered as far as like follow-up questions answered with this performance because, all right, look, you just had that performance, but now you're coming in on the road against... Now we know as a legit perennial AFC contender, they're getting hot. They're winning games now. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, we know what there is. What can you do against them? Are you going to get blown out? Are you going to throw two interceptions and play bad? Or are you going to like play toe-to-toe against Joe Burrow and keep your team in this game? And I think he's going to do that. Hence why I think they're going to cover that spread. But I think since he's still going to pull away with this one. But potential game of the week. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um Oh, this is a tough one for me. I want to go with the Texans. Like, I really do. You know, I have Stroud in fantasy. I really do want to go with the Texans. But part of me just thinks the Bengals are just going to win this game. Yeah, but dude, no. I think it's going to be this, – this is going to be a, two young quarterbacks that are going to compete for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see their first matchup and probably many more to come. Maybe a playoff matchup here. Facts. I was actually year. thinking about that. And, uh, and the crazy thing is, if Houston wins this game, these two teams have the same record. Wow. Five Whoa. and four. Whoa. Wow. Five and four. D'Amico Ryan. Yeah, for real. And he's not getting enough credit, dude, honestly. As far as, like, from us, he definitely has. But as far as, like, from the mainstream media, no, dude, not I don't, at all. I, we're going to hear about the CJ Shaw performance they just like surpassed, before this. They just surpassed their win total from last season. Really? In eight weeks, nine wow. weeks. They're going to probably double their win total in the past two seasons and, like, four more wins. But it's, So that, that's a clean sweep with Cincy? Oh, no, you picked Houston. I picked Houston. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm going yeah, with Houston. Just, it's hard, man. Since Tank Dell's going to have a game. Since he's he, won three games in a row against Seattle, San Fran, and Buffalo, so it's it's tough to put it This is a trap game. game for Cincy, it is, though. It is. It is indeed, but... I don't think so. I think they know it. Like, they're they're taking them seriously, for sure. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, no but like, at the same time, I feel like you got to, like, like, it's like the Texans, bro, you know? You know, you know like... They're finally proving people wrong, but like this is a true test to them as well. This is a really good team, and the Bengals that you were going to see a rookie quarterback try and do everything he can against. Maybe he has his worst game yet, or maybe hell, he has his best game. Maybe not on the, on the stat sheet, but, like, but he as, follows up with a good performance. As in terms of beating a better team yeah. using leadership skills, like that's that's something I, w- I really want to I want to see more. And I think I've seen plenty out of him. He's a true leader. Mm-hmm. You see it. You see it. You, you yeah. see it. He has the it factor. You yes. see it. You just you you can't deny it mm-hmm. after what he's shown. Yeah. Um, but this next game, I feel like this will be a good game, low key, like low key. The Saints taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, both like 
you know, kind of like in that weird tier. They're weird right now, but playoff pretenders. <laughs> if Taysom yeah. Hill gets his touches, this is going to be a good fucking game. Yeah, I'll I say that so. right it, now. The Saints are road favorites too. So really, I'm taking the Saints. I think I'm gonna rock with the Vikings. I think they're, they're gonna keep it going, keep it rolling with Josh Dobbs potentially, I, and then I, they'll, they'll get Jefferson back next week, hopefully. You yeah, start he's been designated for Dennis practice, Allen, yeah. you son of a gun. You you start Taysom fucking Hill. Oh, this is such <laughs> a weird win. game, bro. I really have no idea. It is. It's very weird. I really have no fucking idea, bro. I'm going to go with Ty. Really? They were by 16 and 17. I don't, I don't want to pick a winner, bro. I'm just going to say Ty. Fuck it. Fuck it. And then they're both going to be 5, 4, and 1. <laughs> Gosh. I can see it possibly happening, too. Um, the next game is the Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens. This is an interesting one. I'm taking the Ravens. I think this is going to be a game where the Browns get exposed on offense. I think this will be a great defensive game, but I just think Lamar Jackson, we talked about it, this will be a true test to his MVP season. Yeah. But it will also be a true test to, does Deshaun Watson have the capability to battle a top-tier team? And if he can't, then they're not going to win anything in the playoffs. So I think this is a this is potentially game of the week for sure. Yeah. Like Actually, this might be my game of the week, low-key. But I just think, I think the Ravens have overall a more complete team. Than the Browns, I agree. I you see between the Ravens. I'm saying yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. I trust Lamar more than Deshaun Watson a lot more. But what if Miles Garrett shuts down? Not shuts down, but like limits Lamar. What if he? I don't know. He could limit Lamar, but I just feel like this is a perfect game for not only Odell to get revenge, but yeah. Zay Flowers to emerge a little bit. Not Gus, only that, Gus, but three more, oh, yeah. three more carries. But like, I just so. think that the Ravens have so many weapons and just a great coach to complement. Yeah, and they can just and scheme against any Odell, kind of great Odell defense. Odell play in their first matchup. Bro, look at the season too. Look at the Lions. They have a good defense. He's look at the Seahawks. Team. They have a good defense. They obliterated yeah. both of those defenses. So yeah, this offense can Browns respond. Defense, yeah. No, I agree. But like, those two defenses are definitely top fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. And the Browns are top three for sure. Yeah. But like, you still got to give them that credit. Like against very competitive defenses, they've been able to dominate on offense. Yeah. Absolutely dominate. And, and their hard, defense complements. You can't read in too much of the first matchup between these guys because it was Dorian Thompson Robinson's first mm-hmm. start, twenty-eight to three. <laughs> However, awful. Lamar's stat line was fifteen for nineteen hundred eighty-six yards, ten yards of completion, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, just what, and had two rushing touchdowns that game, too. Four total touchdowns, over 200 total yards. So, pretty much had his way with that defense. A lot of it, you could say, based off a of game strip, because that defense was on the field, the Browns defense was on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was through and through a complete, clean game from Lamar against that defense. So, he's done it once. He can Another do it again. And, the yeah. yeah, it's. Know, it's one of those games where I'm not going to be surprised at all if, if the Browns end up yeah. winning this game by like two points, three points, you know what I'm saying? But the way that Ravens have been playing, I just had the number one on my list, bro. Gus Edwards has seven touchdowns of the year, five of them in the last two weeks. I'm going to ride, I'm I'm ride with the Ravens. They're favored by six and a half. Over-under in this game is 38 and a half. So I'm not going to touch this shit betting-wise. The next game, though, is a very good test to the Jags after their bye week. Taking on the San Francisco 49ers, the Jacksonville Jaguars will they'll be playing at 1 o'clock. I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags here. I think they have a better quarterback. I think they have potentially a better quarterback coach in Doug Peterson. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. It's, it is. This is going to be a very tough, 
tough, gritty game, but I just think the Jags have better capabilities on offense. And let's not forget, the 49ers, they've not been playing that well on defense the past couple weeks either. They have a great team on paper, but they've been playing under, like, under average mm-hmm. for what we're used to seeing out of their standard. I mean, I have not seen them kind of like, especially against the Bengals. They, the Bengals had their way, bro. I mean, they especially with like their pass game. I, I just, I just think that uh, I think Trevor Lawrence could really make a statement here. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. So I'm gonna take the Jags. I think I make agree. it six and a no. I six think, I think uh, I'm gonna go with the Jags as well. I think they're just better trending team right now. Perfect time for the 49ers to break their trend, coming back off the bye, beating a good team in Jacksonville. That'll shoot them back up. This that'll be, that'll be a confidence boost for them for sure. Um, Purdy will be. Hopefully back locked in. Is McCaffrey and Debo playing? I'm McCaffrey. Yes, Debo's Debo's cleared. Good. Trent Williams playing. Trent Williams questionable still. Okay. Ah, this that makes it. I don't think he practiced today. That changes things though. Debo's back. It's Thursday. He's not playing. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Actually, it was yesterday. The report hasn't came out for today yet. Sorry. I think I think this is my game of the week right here. But I think I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think they can break their trend here and, like I said, earn some confidence back. But. The Jags are at home. They should win this game, I think. They should. Hmm. What about you, Brandon? I'm going with the Jags at home in Duval. They're home underdogs. You guys know wow. I don't like betting against home underdogs. Of yeah. um, Over-under is 45 and a half. That's going to be a sneaky little thing to watch. But San Francisco has scored exactly 17 points in their first or in their last three games. Wow. And it's kind of funny because they scored exactly 30 points in their first three games, I believe, which is kind of interesting. But The script? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they did. They beat Pittsburgh thirty to seven, LA thirty to twenty three, then New York thirty to twelve. That's kind of funny, um, but yeah, it's just it's gonna be a really good game. That's that's three really good games this week, and all in the one o'clock slate too. Mm-hmm. To be honest, so it's gonna be good Sunday, boys. Oh yeah, that, but just wait for Sunday, um, Sunday night. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think this is. I'm not going to be surprised, obviously, if the Niners find a way to win this game. But at home in Duval, that crowd's going to be rocking five in a row. This is another one of those games where, all right, if you didn't think the Jags are in that elite contention now after beating the Steelers the way they did, a win against the Niners at home, you're really going to be looking at this team a lot differently. And so will the media heading into the latter half of the season. I know this next game, I know I should be picking the Bucks. I know. But I, I'm not. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans, the worst secondary since their bye. It's ranked 32. I think Will Levis with D-Hop, a guy that can air it out like 70 yards. I mean, come on. They're going to take shots. They're going to win yeah. this game by 14 points probably. Uh, I'm taking the Titans over the Bucks. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think they can get a good win at home, get their season back on track. But I just want my brother had sent me this uh, this little tweet right here. It says, when targeted, Buccaneers DBU Ryan Neal has given up a passer rating of 158.3. The perfect pass rating for a quarterback is 158.3. <laughs> so he's given him a, per- he gives him a, per- a perfect pass rating when targeted. Yeah. Will Levis is dominating this defensive oh like, backfield. Oh my gosh. And people were high on him too. Yeah. yeah. As an addition this offseason. He's been... Uh, Carlton Davis last week was terrible as well. So I think a lot of it... And this, this all comes back to me just listening to all this local Tampa Bay radio. A lot of it, I think, happens, has to be with scheme. Mm-hmm. Just like for you Bucks fans out there listening to this, like Carlton Davis, he's a physical press man cover corner, and they have him playing in his own scheme. And as much as you want to say he's been bad, like you got to take into account some of that might be attributed to the scheme he's playing in because that, that plays a big role. Like as a coach, you got to put you got to put your players in 
effective positions to succeed that are based off their strengths, and it doesn't seem like that's the case here Top in Tampa. Bulls definitely should go after this year, I think. I, but I, I, got, I got Tennessee in this game as well. I'm coming into Tampa. Tampa's fans always show up and show out. Um, it's going to be a weird game, in my opinion. I'm not really going to be tuning in too much. Um, I have Sunday Ticket. This is on local TV. I would much rather be enjoying Sunday Ticket instead of mm-hmm. this shit, but I would not be surprised either way, really, in this result, but I'm going to ride with Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. The next game, though, is, uh, yay, uh, the Packers taking on the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Green Bay has been very abysmal this year. Steel- the Steelers have won those gritty games. So a rematch. It yeah. is. So I'm going to take, I'm lucky, ah. I'm gonna say Kenny Pickett, bro. Yeah. I believe in him more over Jordan Love. I'm gonna go the Steelers as well. Yeah, yeah. clean sweep. Yeah, got Steelers. And then to start off the four o'clock games on Sunday, November twelfth, the Lions take on the Chargers. I'm taking Detroit, obviously. Uh, I just think that their They're offense is better. It's a good game. I I I have better coaches. I also am gonna go with the Lions. I trust. Honestly, I trust Goff more than Herbert. At this mm. juncture, yeah. Right now, I do as well. Um. But I just think the Lions are just overall better team, better coached, better in every facet of the game, really. So mm. Chargers are at home, so you never know. It's always tricky. But Lions are favored, I think. And the yep. Lions are probably gonna have more fans there. <laughs> probably. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. But I was just touching on home underdogs and how I don't like betting against them. But this is gonna be one of those occasions that I do. I, I like Detroit in this game. But man, like one of those things where like I would not be surprised either way if LA somehow found a way to pull this out. I just think our defense is hopefully going to be able to hold them. You just them. never know what defense you're going to get with Detroit, I feel like. You don't, but I always know what I'm getting out of Hutch. He's going to draw a double team, or he's going to pressure the guy nine yeah. times. Like that's I, I think and that we LA get sort of has the same element with, with Bosa and Khalil Mack, too. True. It's but be... We have Jonah Jackson and uh, Ragnall coming back. Our O-line is at 100% for the first time nice. this season nice. against this team. We're also getting Josh Pascal back, and we are also getting, I forget, David Montgomery's back as well. Yep. So, I mean, we have a lot of guys returning. We're getting healthy. I think we're about to have our most complete game yet this in is, prime time. This is a game that you guys should win, but LA, they're, I mean, they're still playing for their season at this point, man. They're still right in the middle of it and can still make the playoffs in the AFC that's loaded. So they're going to they're gonna be competitive, but I think it's going to come down to, once again, just Herbert. Not exactly being the most clutch, and Brandon Staley just being such a shitty head coach. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, Brandon Staley does need to probably go at some point. No, it's not probably. Um, yeah, it's you're right. It's it's a definite. I don't know why it's not happened yet. But uh, Logan, how about yourself? You chose the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I chose the Lions. Okay. And the next game, though, for the four o'clock slot is the Falcons versus the Cardinals. I think we can all cleanly sweep with the Falcons here. Might be a win for the Cardinals, Logan. You might choose the Cardinals because you want them to win another game. And um, fuck Arthur Smith. I'm choosing against them the rest of the season. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, Kyler Murray wins in his debut. Oh, okay. yeah. I forgot Kyler Murray is back in this yeah. game. but I'm gonna, yeah, I, I like that. I am just. I think overall the Falcons just have a better team. I, I'm going to go with the Falcons for a safe pick. Yeah. But I wouldn't be This could be a weird game, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. How about yourself, Brandon? Honestly, bro. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Upset. Kyle Murray's back. James Conner is back as well. Yeah. Um, and it's another home underdog, man. And I, I just really, that's the only reason why I'm going to bet against Atlanta here. But I 
once again, dude, I sound like a broken record, but I would not be surprised if Atlanta won this either way. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Arizona to win this game. I like I like Arizona to pull up the upset here and Kyler to have a nice welcome back to to his team, bro. But I do still think Atlanta ends up winning the division come the end of the season. But I think this is a game that they drop along the way. Okay. The next game though is the Giants taking on the Cowboys. Woo! Um, I'm gonna go with my team, but. <laughs> I uh, Dan DeVito six touchdown performance. We beat him forty two. You know zero. what? That's my bold take. Forty one to zero. We mm-hmm. we uh, we uh, up the ante from what they did to us. Danny DeVito comes out, puts up a perfect QBR, mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. Perf- like perfect, like the best QBR. One fifty eight point three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. not a single incompletion. He goes like eighteen of eighteen for like four hundred yards, six touchdowns, seven thousand yards, five touchdowns. Dak quits. Halfway through the first quarter. Like, he literally hangs it up. Um, no, but seriously, though, I'm, I'm... He throws, like, three picks. He goes, ah, oh, fuck! And takes his helmet off and just walks <laughs> in the locker room. I, I legit hate choosing the Cowboys, but I do gotta go with the yeah, Cowboys yeah, here. Easy For, thing. I, I don't want to, like, just... I, I, I want to see the Giants win. I do. I actually really do. It's gonna happen. But it's just... Dude, they're gonna get dominated, bro. Danny DeVito's gonna go out there and be like, ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> Sidearm it to Micah Parsons. <laughs> Um, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very lackluster game for sure um, from the Giants. But Brandon, how about yourself? Cowboys. <laughs> They're favored by seventeen. <laughs> oh my Holy god! Holy shit! I think that is the like, biggest spread I've ever seen in my fucking life. My score prediction: I'll say like twenty-seven three. Wow, seventeen is crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. The next game. Is honestly, I like this game. I don't know how you guys feel about this game, but the Commanders taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I think this is a really good test for Sam Howell. He's had a couple of good tests this year. Failed against uh, the Bills before picks, but showed up against both Eagle matchups. This is a game, you know, go in it zero, like in your mind, you know, nil nil. You haven't won or lost anything. Try and try and win this game. This is going to be a good game if you can win that for your career, and honestly, will solidify his starting position in my opinion. But I think Seattle obviously has a really good young, fast, like flying around defense. Uh, this will be a very tough to pass against and make those tight zip throws. But I think you know the Commanders in general will be able to uh, to pull this out because Geno Smith, Emmanuel Forbes. I will say this: Caden showed me a stat. He, he, he bounced back, bro. He bounced back, and I gotta give him credit because I was dogging him. But he actually the past two weeks credit. Well deserved, bro. And I think he can come in here and actually lock down whoever he's on, because Geno Smith has not been playing that well the past two weeks. Honestly, all year he's kind of been a little lackluster. Their defense and run game is winning them games. Um, but honestly, Pete Carroll, being Pete Carroll, first ballot Hall of Famer, he's gonna he's gonna be winning games without Geno Smith or with him. Drew Locke would be in there, and he'd probably still find a way to win. Um, but I'm gonna take the Commanders here. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I think there's a better team right now. I agree. I better. Win now, I should have said I'm taking the upset in the Commanders. Yeah. So and they're at home, you know, twelve's gonna be rocking. But Sam Howell, he's gonna look up at that crowd and he's know. gonna be like, "Fuck you." I just think this this will be a game where he struggles a little bit. Maybe puts up like a, a two hundred yards and two touchdowns. All has like two picks. There's two a chance of that. But I believe that after last week and the, the past two weeks, I think he'll come out here, may not not put up three hundred fifty yards, but I think he'll do like two seventy five, two touchdowns, no picks. I just think it really will come down to his defense really needing needing to show up and and force turnovers from Geno. But 
Um, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said about the Seahawks, though, Lokes. I, I just think that there will be an upset. This was a trap game for Seattle. If they're going to start trending down like they had, like especially last week against the Ravens, they have to win this game to maintain momentum. But I think they'll like fumble it with Geno. That's just my thought process. I think it's, I think because Geno's not been playing well, bro. I think the Seahawks have a better run game too. I they think do. That's gonna. But don't sleep on Brian Robinson, man. He's a yeah. gritty guy, you know. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. Bruce, yeah, Kenneth Walker is by yeah. far better top ten yeah. running back right now. But Brian Robinson got shot in the leg a couple times and he bounced back. You know, it's a story. And I like to see that. I don't know why I do a southern accent off and on when I talk about ball, but <laughs> I think you can only appreciate it out there if you're a true, uh, true ball fan, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, Brandon, how about yourself? What are your thoughts on this game? I'm right with the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm not going to touch it betting wise. Seattle's favored by six and a half. Could very well win by a touchdown, but I'm just not going to even try to put money on that because, of course, when I would, it ends up being the opposite. I think Seattle just going to end up being too much for this Washington team. Devon Witherspoon, Reed Woolen, Bobby Wagner, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Leonard Williams. They're just, I mean, you can list off names on the Commanders' defense as well, but with Montez Sweat, Chase Young both being gone now. It's going to be hard to see them really just pose much of a threat in the trenches. And but I see guys trying to, like, fight for their jobs, though. You know, yeah, like, you trying to fight well for a that. spot. Someone just coming out of nowhere making an impact play here and there that ends up having to stay in the game. But they still have pain. I think I'm just – a lot. A big part of it, too, is just coming down to coaching. And I'm going to take Pete Carroll over Ron Rivera, who doesn't even talk to his team at halftime anymore. Yeah. Which I can't believe that was a story that came out. I was like, dude, you're pathetic. <laughs> you're a pathetic head coach. Like, how are you making millions? And, like – we don't even got a sponsor yet. I'm not trying to like be like that kind of pity. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, we talk ball realistically most of the time besides our Alex Magoo, you know, banter, who should be a Super Bowl contender right now <laughs> with any team he's starting on, obviously. But uh, Ron Rivera should not be anywhere near football ever since, you know, those down years in Carolina. But I agree with you guys saying that Seattle should probably win this. But I think it'll come down to Geno making a couple errant throws. I really do. Um, but the next game... It is a game I don't even want to talk about much, but it's the Raiders. <laughs> shout out to Jeff. Um, shout, shout out to Jeff. Seriously, shout course. out to Jeff. The Raiders taking on the Jets. I will never bet on a team with Zach Wilson starting, so I'm taking the Raiders. That's my logic. That is all I have to say. Most Zach Wilson, Raiders with that energy. They're at home. Easy pick for me. Clean sweep, Raiders, baby. The final game on Monday night, November 13th. Great Monday night. Yay. Broncos get another one. Denver Broncos taking on the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are going to win this, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Better team, better coach. Things, right now. I assume. Um, oh, yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. But this pretty much wraps up our uh, week nine NFL, uh, post week nine, excuse me, uh, power rankings and recap, as well as our week 10 predictions we try and offer every week. So hopefully you guys appreciated this episode and tuned in all the way through. And if you did, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports. Uh, got some more TikTok stuff out there, some more clips coming out, and some more stuff for the YouTube that will be coming out. Just give us some more time to get a little more, you know, logistically in tune with that. But there will be some more content on there for all of our fans out there to, you know, browse and tune into and maybe show some love on there as well. But uh, this is Brandon, Trevor, and Logan. This is Tea Time Reports. We appreciate all the support. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's uh, recap of the NFL. Take care, everyone. Peace.